no idea what this is. Should I? Maybe. It's in one of the episodes we saw. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think at Fargo? Nope. Justified? Which is the one that's more like contemporary, like more punkish. Oh, oh uh, the bear. That was cool. Is this when Carmi's losing his ass or what? I, I think it is. It's like when they come into the shop. No, this is actually for the for the recent episode. They step into the shop and they don't play any of the, the, the lyrics. And so it's not even like set. The song's not even like showing what it is. But I know the songs. It's an old like pop punk classic. So I'm like, hey, they're playing Homicide. And, like, and they're not even crediting it. So I thought that was interesting. It's odd because when you get to season two, they play a lot of music. Yeah, well, they play a lot of music two. now. You know, you so, think so? You know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is Bevon. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. Uh, and we got to get through Holly. Uh, this oh, episode. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I told you. No. I told you. Uh, I'll, ne- I'll, I'll never learn with Stephen King. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I say I say I'll never read another of his books, and, and I've been reading his books for like what since the eighties, mid eighties. So I'll keep I'll be I'll keep reading that, that guy's books. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me ten thousand times. No, not shame twice. Like you. ten thousand times. Sh- like, shame <laughs> on you. Shame. On- <laughs> uh, I, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little disclaimer on this episode. I've been doing a little bit, just a little bit of pre gaming. Um, oh, a today. little bit. A little, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of pre-gaming. I went to, mm. so today was the Black Tuesday Bevon release. Um, and so I had to go down to the brewery to pick up my beers. Um, but uh, when I was looking at that Windsor Home Brewing shop, they have, they're pouring uh, Cantillon's uh, Fufoon, which I had never yeah. had before. Yeah. Have you yeah. have you had that? No, I have never had that. Uh, one yeah, of my friends kind of... has it. She says that's her favorite beer, I believe, of all time. So. It, it is a, is that still a white whale, you think? I would say so. Still, it's hard to get still. Yeah. So they had a keg of it. And so uh, I was like, hey, it's right by the brewery. Let's go down there a little early and get a pour of the foofoon. So I uh, had a pour of that. Um, it was only 5%, though. But then, then we got to yeah. the brewery. And then, of course, everything oh, there is boy. double digits. Come on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Did you try the, uh, the Bevon beer or no? Or, 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 or no, no, they just gave you like other samples, right? No, they had the Aberana treated um, Black Tuesday as, as well as the the Blender's Choice. Okay. Um, so I tried the, uh, the that uh, Black Tuesday and the Aberana barrels, and I got to say it's good. It's very, okay. it's very good. I'll see about um, that. <laughs> clocking in at a 20% uh, ABV. 20.1%. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they did not play around. Yeah. They did not play around. So I had a pour, some pour, maybe a, maybe a few pours of that, plus uh, pours of Chocolate Rain. I think it was mm. in 2014. And then... Yeah. Uh, we had Chocolate stuff. Rain recently? It's been a while since we had yeah. Chocolate Rain, right? Yeah, it's been a while. I don't think they make it anymore. Oh, uh, I don't think so. He said, oh, the, talking to a couple of guys there, he was saying they're going to bring back the Chocolate Rain, um, but the R-E-I-G-N one. Oh, Rain. Like the... Yeah. Like the like the Queen of the Reich, Queen of the Rain. Oh. Yes, which is, I think, a, a pumped-up version of it. I think it's like a 25% uh, ABV, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said they'll probably bring back bring back that next year. So um, so I, I had a little little bit of uh, tasers prior to this uh, episode. Okay. Hmm. Um, so what do you want to pour first for you? I thought you were uh, doing pre-gaming too. You didn't pre-game? 
No, I didn't pregame. No, no I had, oh. had a few beers yesterday, but that was oh. nothing big. No, no, no heavy ABV stuff. Okay. Mm. So, what do you want to pour? Are we doing Bevon beers uh, today first? Or? Uh, do you want to pop one? Yeah, sure. Which one? The the big one or the little one? I guess a little uh, one, right? The uh, the base. Let's do the base, so you can have some uh, comparison. So, I've had a few of these uh, already, and I think it's probably. I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm going to say it. And I think it's probably the best beer I've brewed so, so far is the base one, I think. Now, should I pour this or should I? You give me two bottles of this. You got to pour it in the glass. You got to you gotta experience it. I don't have anything to clean my glass, so that's why. I... You don't you don't bring multiple tasting glasses to the No, show? I should because I have like little ones. I have a bunch of little ones, but I don't. If I have too many together, I'm going to drop them and one of them's going to break. Yeah, I have four casing uh, glasses in front of me, so. Yeah, I'm sure you got more space, though. I have, like, a little table that's probably two feet long. Like, uh, uh, I told you I'd, pay, I'd get you one of these uh, these lifts. Ones to go up and down? Yeah. Ooh, I'll take one of those. Yeah. Once I'm done with all my travels, maybe for Christmas, maybe maybe Santa yeah. will bless you with the uh, with the electric. He'll bless you with the spirits of uh, of a table. Oh, maybe the elf. Maybe if you dress up as, uh, as Bonnie. Oh, as, as an, an elf. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that reminds me, man. I, I think I, I think I got affected psychologically by the by the book because I had a tamale yesterday, and man, I don't know what the meat was in there, but I I took a bite of it and then I looked at it and it just looked kind of like raw and I was like, oh my god, like, what, like, like human? Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, this is like uh, like human flesh, and I I, and I just got kind of disgusted. And I didn't want to eat. Did you I don't even like, know what it was. Did you have stinky Steinman brains for dessert or what? Uh, <laughs> Probably. I don't know what it was, man. Uh, so this is the Bevon Presents Imperial Stat Walker, um, the newest release from Bevon. It is uh, an Imperial Stat. I believe this is clocking in at about a 10.8% ABV. So um, if you take a look at it, uh, well, you well, tell me what you see since. You okay, the SRM, I'm going to say to my eye, kind of kind of dark in here, but I would say it's probably at about 35 maybe maybe yeah. at 30 or 30 or 35 i don't i want it's not completely black cuz when i see like angles i can see some brown in it so i'm going to say it's about in the in the 30 range but not a 40 cuz 40 is 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 as black as your soul so that's like you know <laughs> like it's like a black mirror is this yeah, black, it's like is a, black this a black mirror, mirror? I, I see little brown notes in there so okay and what are you <clears> smelling <throat> when you uh, when you smell this uh, dark malts Dark malts, and this is like there's nothing, no adjunct, right? No, the, you're doing the base uh, stat right now. Yeah, it's all dark, Mike. The dark was the dark, the malts, and then uh, gosh, you don't smell yeast, right? So it's got to be all dark, dark malt, malt in there. Yeah. All right, you ready to uh, yeah. do the new beer? Here we go. Cheers. Pros it. Yeah, that's good. I'm proud of this one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't say right. you can't say anything against it. By the way, <laughs> yeah, this might I'm, yeah, I'm, I might have to agree with you. This might be your best one. This be your best one so far. This yeah. actually tastes like a stout. Like a yeah, yeah. I would say this is a but right. It's hitting the notes that I wanted to hit. It's even got some kind of. It's even got like a um, roasted note, like a rock, like a rock beer type note in there. Yeah, like a smoke. I, 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 yeah, I definitely think this is probably the best beer I've had. Um, that that I've made so far, I would say. Did you put a lot of did, did you you put a lot of uh, malts in this, right? Uh, you had yeah. to, to get the ABV up. You had to. yeah, um, yeah. It, it has extra. I believe I use. I want to say I probably used dried malt extract and I put extra in it to bump up the ABV. 
Yeah, I'm de- I definitely, I definitely have enjoyed it. I've probably popped uh, maybe three or four bottles of it so far. Um, I just have to keep some allotments to the for the VIP club members, and then uh, VIP club. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got a lot. Keep some allotments uh, available, but uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty solid beer. I, I mean, I enjoy. I, I think, I think I could win a medal for this or a ribbon for this if I injured it. I think probably be like okay. a place. I think. Maybe like home brewer association. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I'll see if I'm I sure they have that, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> uh, do you want to lead the, this discussion on Holly? Oh God! Oh, because you, you, t- you said you took a lot of notes. Now I took, I did take because basically it, it goes day by day from several years. But remember that I missed the first two chapters because I had read them prior and I wasn't sure if we were going to read this. So maybe you can start with the first two chapters and then I can start following after that. The, do the time jumps and the POVs bother you at all? No, not really. Not not really. It doesn't really. I think it starts off in 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 2012. With 2012. Jorge, with Jorge. With Jorge. Yeah, yeah, with the Jorge Castro character. Yeah. So it starts out. So it starts out with the uh, with the intro for with the quote from Bill Hodges. Sometimes the universe throws you a rope. Uh, so I, I initially thought that like, you know, in that context, I think the rope is to hang yourself, but really it's the hope to the, the rope is to, so you can climb out of a hole that you're in. Right. Is that what? Yeah. 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 I, I thought it was like, Hey, you, you know, if you, if you get enough rope, you're going to hang yourself, but it's not that it's a positive, not a negative. Mm. Yeah. Um, October 17, 2012. That's the college. Um, Jorge Castro is an author and he's jogging. Uh, and then, so Stephen King does that thing where he lets you know this guy's gonna die, and, and he did that in the in the If It Bleeds too. I think probably it's one of his things where he kind of gives you forewarns you don't get oh, too comfortable yeah, yeah. with his character. Yeah, yeah. does but that bother also, you? There's also it's also a reoccurring theme. Where he starts off books like that too, where you know that you know the intro is gonna be a death. Like I mean, that's I mean the Outsiders is the same way. If you think about it, that initial scene where somebody with the body. So like he always starts off initially where somebody's dead or somebody's gonna die, so it's like so you know what's coming up in that first chapter, uh, and so it's a weird story because it'll go back and forth in time and back and forth in POVs and characters at the beginning aren't really exp- fleshed out or explained until later on in the book. That is correct. Yes. So in my second pass, I was making a lot more connections that I you really don't get. The first time around, I don't know if you did. You go back and do your notes after the first reading. No, no, no. I do my notes while I'm reading, and I I basically so for each date, each date it has, I'll put notes. You know, I'll point out the uh, highlight, the more important things, the things that stand. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put the filler stuff in there. It's I'd be, I'd be just copying the book, you know, word for word. Yeah. So it's 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 just highlights that stand out. You know, certain the, the things that are important. So he's jogging, and then the, they talk about this poet who sees him, who we later find out is Olivia, who's watching him uh, jog. See, so because you, you don't oh, really, get really? See, I missed that. See, see, I forgot see? that because I didn't go back and read the chapter. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's actually don't... introduced early on. Then I didn't. Yeah, she's... I, didn't, I thought I thought she just comes out of the blue randomly, like in the in the, after, when she's introduced to uh, Barbara. After, you know, Barbara uh, Emily introduces her to Barbara. I thought like, who is this lady? Like, I don't remember her. Nope, she's introduced in the first oh, okay. chapter. So again, okay. you wouldn't pick up on that with the first read unless you did a reread and then you pick you make the yeah. connections. Uh, let's see. Then the Harrises get him, and we talked about this where he feels the prick in the back of his neck, and we yeah. think it's like the outsider getting him, yeah. but it's not. They know who he is too. That's the other reoccurring theme is they they know who he is. He knows who they are, and uh, and immediately they tell you they're an elderly couple. 
You know, I think yes. I believe they're in their at this point. I think they're probably in their eighty or seventies, maybe. Probably, Cause, yeah. Because if it's twelve, I think they're eighty at the point the, towards the end of the book. So, so they're they're elderly and they're pretty disabled, and and they are disabled in a sense. Uh, I think I believe Emily has sciatica, if I'm not mistaken. Sciatica, sciatica. Sciatica. I don't know how to pronounce that. Sciatica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a word I like you see it all the time, but I don't know. Yeah, like your sciatic like a, nervous damage. Yeah, probably. exactly. It shoots up up and down your spine, probably. It, yeah, and he has uh, arthritis, but the the thing that the thing that kind of tells you that it's all it's all a facade is that he he has uh, he has uh, the beginnings of Alzheimer's, which is kind of like the uh, that's kind of the undoing of the book, where you know there's not going to be any like twist at the end. So it's like, so it's like okay, you know. <clears throat> so so he gets uh, so Jorge gets sedated by Emily and Ronald Harris, and then he wakes up in the cage in the basement. That is correct. Uh, and then so there's a whole thing where you got to eat the liver or else you're not going to get any more water. They're, they're given like two bottles of water and there's a porta potty in the cage. Uh, and there's all sorts of tools on the wall. Plus, also, also, we find out that the drug that he gives him initially is uh, what is it? Because I know in the towards the end, it gives him Valium. But initially, he was giving him something else that's like more like it's like harder, and it messes up the uh, the organs. Uh, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. So I, and I forgot what it was, but it's a more stronger drug. So uh, so he gives him that. But we don't know that until later on when he explains that I shouldn't have gave him that because it messes up the the liver. Uh, Emily, we we like we we learned at the end of the book she's keeping this diary where like oh, yeah, she's yeah. just like a she, ultimately she's a sociopath. Well, I mean, I mean, they both are. I mean, if, you know, if you're doing that, I mean, you both are. You know, I, I, I was hoping that the twist would be, <laughs> oh, there's some reality in what they're doing. You know, I was, I kind of expect the final scene, and I knew it wasn't going to happen because the way, because the way it goes. But the, there's that scene in the end where uh, Holly gets like, like it's not gets, I think she gets kicked in the ribs, and she's yeah. got that wound, and, and they treat the wound. So I was like thinking, oh, like a week later, the wound is clear, and that would have been like, oh, wait a minute. What if it really was working? Like you know, uh, so it's, but that doesn't happen because in the end, I don't know if you read the 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 uh, the any part with King. We talk. He kind of nah. says like, "Oh, I'm sorry." You know, I have to apologize for the political aspects of this, and and like, and that the guy was just basically crazy. And it's just so he's kind of like town. He's apologizing for what he just wrote. Oh boy, <laughs> so like, that's not a good yeah, way. So you already know that's bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not reading that. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't want it, but I had to though. And so then Emily uses so so they know that Jorge is uh, is homosexual, and so she she oh, yeah, refers yeah. to him as like a derogatory, like a Spanish derogatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, But you know that, uh, but you kind of know that even before prior, because it mentions, I believe that the the Castro character, because I think it gets into his, it gets it goes into his head, and he talks about the other the guy, and you know it's his boyfriend. I already I already yeah. know I already know already that oh it's, it's a boyfriend, so so he's gay. Yeah. So and then it's in the end they she confirms it in the end. Uh. Holly's, but we we find out way too much about Holly and her past in, the, oh, in this. Oh, book. also a side note, a side note though, on that and that when when they give him the liver, I actually thought that the liver was going to be the boyfriend's liver. You don't find uh, out till after that they they don't do that. But I thought initially, oh, they're giving him a, they're like his own his own boyfriend's liver to eat. Uh, so that's what I thought initially. Uh, seven twenty two twenty one. I'm sure we're going to start out chapter by chapter, then we're going to fast forward through some of this. Um, uh, Holly's mother's dead and they're doing the funeral via zoom because this is COVID. So this book oh, takes yeah. place this, during COVID. Not, I, I really believe like the true, the true terror of this book is COVID, right? Like that's a true terror of this book. Not too feeble, not, not too old, like psychotic, uh, uh, professors. It's really COVID. Uh, let's see. So, um, so Holly gets a call from Penelope. Penelope. That's Dahl. where I start off at. That's where I start taking notes. Yeah. From Penelope, uh, Penelope doll. 
<clears throat> and she talks about her daughter's missing and she wants to hire um, finders keepers to uh, to track down her daughter. Yeah, her daughter, her daughter the, Bonnie. Yeah, they find the, the Bonnie's bike and the note on the seat says, I've had enough. Um, and so uh, and so that's the beginning of uh, this story. Um, let's see. I so got nine... September 10. See that? I yes. got like, no, so September 10. The uh, Carrie Dressler is introduced. That's another one. That's ultimately going to be another victim. That's the, yes. uh, I believe that is, is that the second victim that's going to occur? I don't know, but he's, uh, he's the bowler, the kid who works at the bowling alley. Actually, that is the second one, because 2012, it's every three, it's a three-year cycle when they're, yes. they're killing. The first one's yes. Car- a Castro. Dre- Carrie Dressler is the second one, and he's he's sitting like in a drive-in like uh, area, and uh, it's like an area that people go to, like a rock where you can see the theater, and then but you can't hear it. And he goes yes. up there, and of course they know him, but I don't think at this point it's it's weird because like they kind of vaguely recognize him, like are the couple in the oh like Professor <laughs> like Harris, yeah. yeah. Well, well he calls him Small Ball, which is small the ball. Uh, the bowling. Oh, the bowling. that's right, that comes to play in later. Yeah, Small Ball. Yeah, that's- he goes it's like Small Ball. Is that you? And uh, yeah, because so- he recognizes him, he is a nickname on the. He, it's kind of weird. He's on a bowling team when he's super old. He can barely move around. And he's on the yeah, bowling it, team. It is an elderly team too, though. I mean, and they all have problems because we do find out that half of the team is like dead at the yeah. end. So, so like this is like their last hurrah, you know. And they call him Small Ball because he because he's he's got arthritis, so he needs to he needs a lighter a lighter weight ball to use. Yes. So uh, there's Roddy and Emily. Then we go to seven twenty. So we're go- we're going back in time. Now we go back to seven twenty three twenty one. Right. Uh, Penny meets Holly at the office. Oh, you uh, forgot the uh, the flagrant. Uh, uh, what do you call? It? What do you call when you when you when you start quoting your own like your own books? Because like, he mentions Carrie like in here. So like, it's like, <laughs> like why is he mentioning Carrie? Like, <laughs> like I'm so isn't that kind of like a like an egotistical it's, thing? It is. My own? It is like yeah. Why are you mentioning Carrie? Like you could mention something else. No, like Carrie, like creature from the Black Lagoon, not Carrie. Uh, let's see. So Holly's watching the video footage of, uh, yes. of, uh, of Bonnie's disappearance. Yeah. She worked at the library on campus. Uh, Lakeisha was her best friend. Uh, Penny works at the bank and the, you know, the, the relationship is strained at times. So she's getting yeah. all the background information. Uh, 1122 to 1125, 2018, we get introduced to the Ellen Crashlow, uh, character, uh, who's a vegan. So she won't touch, she won't touch the, uh, the liver. She, she that is correct. And then we get some of the racism from uh, Emily uh, kind of glimpses into that. And we find out that Roddy is a biologist and a nutritionist. Yeah. He's also like an emeritus or something like that. So like, he's like a, like a respected by, you know, it's like an honorary title. I have to look it up. Like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's an honorary title granted to someone who retires from a position of distinction. So basically you just walk around and you're like a special professor that, so, you know, he's not like a, he's not a dumb guy, you know, he's smart, but obviously he goes too far though with his research. It's not like, you know. And he's an extreme. I mean, people don't understand he's an extremist. I mean, he may be respected, but they realize he's an extremist. I think he's a Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think like anybody Mr. likes Meat. him anyway. They all have like weird nicknames for them. Yeah, so. Mr. Meat. <laughs> Mr. Meat, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so since she won't eat the liver, they give her a salad and then he just kill her. Yeah, he just blows her away. Uh, seven twenty three twenty one. Uh, Holly calls Izzy, who's a pol- the police officer investigating the disappearance. Uh, she goes to uh, the scene of the crime and goes to the bushes, and then she finds the earring. 
And you know what's so funny is that part with the earring. You know that you know that's going to come to play because it's it's point it's pointless to have that sing and mention it and for her to take it the earring without mm-hmm. it coming into play. Obviously, that's not the one that that comes into play. Right. But it has a meaning that like oh the earring oh okay. Uh, Jerome's another comes back to, into this story and he's uh, helping her, um, but he has that whole thing going on where his book's being published that we learned from the uh, from David Bleed's short. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the he's it's the Harlem I believe it's the Harlem uh, what is it, a gang or like the, his his uh, his relatives are involved like in this yeah, uh, yeah crime thing. So he's he's busy with that, uh, so he's and, barely able to help her. In the meantime, Barbara's got her own writing, our poetry thing going on, which I don't recall. It's possible that it's ta- it's taught mentioned, but I forgot about it. But they're both gonna, they're both like on the verge of becoming like writers, you know. So yeah. it's like, but except for Barbara, she's more on the starting uh, uh, ground, whereas Jerome is on on the verge of having his book published, or, and it, ultimately will. And it's a little it's a little annoying to me because then Holly it is. Beca- Holly becomes rich a, a billionaire. Well, and, no, well, then, well, the, well, the ending of the, la- the, the my final note of this book is and they all live happily ever yeah, after. I don't like that. <laughs> you know what happened to like Holly? You know what happened to the girl who got like like her own detective agency? She lived happily ever after. Yeah, I don't like how Barbara Jerome and Holly... nobody dies in this book. Nobody, all the main characters, with the exception of the mom, exception of Holly's mom, which we talk about, that dies. And let's yeah. let's be honest here. King doesn't like King didn't like her anyway. It's it's a, it was a character just to crap on, you know. And so nobody even any importance. Not even Pete dies, and we see Pete with like COVID, and he's like yeah. and he's like hacking up. He doesn't even die. I'm like no, nobody dies in this book. It's like huh? besides the, besides the uh, the besides cannibal. the victims who you don't yeah. know. Like yeah, it, it's like nobody. It's like. You need to have some real care. That's the reason why, like, uh, the uh, the uh, the outsider is good because you know characters are dying in here, like, and they're like, wait a minute, this is like cool, you know, but nobody dies in here. Do you really feel that there's any stakes? Uh, there's no is stakes. There, is there anything at yeah. stake? Yeah, there's nothing at stake. I thought for sure it was either going to be Barbara or or Hollywood die in this, you know, just just because because it, it, towards the middle of the book it does set up like this confrontation with Barbara and uh, and yeah. Emily. And because of the Olivia situation, that's because she has like a like. It's so random. It's so it's random. a random thing. It's to get to point A, just just to further Barbara's like poetry career. So yeah. it's like you know, and to give her the clue, like the clue that oh, this is you have the to van. go there, and you know, it, it's so random that it, it, you. Know, I think we talked about this at the last one of the, in the one of the last episodes. Like like the geography is so compacted. It's literally like oh, a yeah. two block, it's, yeah, like it's a two obvious. by two block. Yeah, it's it's so it's so it's very obvious. It's kind of like weird how nobody else like put this together like why 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 is holly barely like figuring this out it's like what's going on here uh so then they, uh, so jerome goes and helps out to talk to the skateboarders and we find out that there was a friend of theirs stinky steinman i think is his name is, that is correct. peter peter stinky well. steinman yeah, yeah. I just call him stinky though uh and then we go, then so we find out he's missing and then we do the flashback 11 27 18 and we find out that uh that the harrises get him yeah, I just say I go. I just put like like Stinky's about to be kidnapped. Yeah, because I don't even think they they talk about how he gets kidnapped. I think his is the one that's kind of left out in the blue. Like they pretty they pretty much show they talk about all of them, including the the, the Bonnie. But I don't think Stinky's is actually mentioned like how they get him. Probably because as a kid, maybe they want to like Stink. Yeah, Stephen King wants to you know not. I don't think so. I mean, the... think about the outsiders with the body of the girl in the beginning. Oh, yeah, like, it's it's right. you know it's it's pretty it's pretty. Uh, and the kid was like uh like they thought the kid was sexually assaulted. Oh basically. yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's right. right. That's pretty descriptive. This is yeah. like you. This is like it's. I don't. Maybe I just missed it, but I don't recall his, his death being like described. 
Yeah, we don't even see. Yeah, we don't even see him in the cage at all. I don't think, right? No, I don't think at all. No, in fact, they just talk about him in the in the in in, a, in a, they talk about him after the after the after the fact, and they mention like his fat, like it's so you know and that's and so we know that he's gone, or his brains too, or something like that. So. Yeah, well, then they find out. We find out they eat his brains were like with the dessert, like the yeah, the uh, parfait. I think that's the first time <laughs> where they mention like the uh, that like it's like it's like a body. So yeah. Uh, let's see. He's thinking his mom, drawing him in his book. Uh, and then so the attorney for the mom's estate gets a hold of Holly and basically informs her that you're like a millionaire now. Yeah, you get six million dollars, and and oh, and 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 you should be grateful your mom left. Now nah, I hate my mom even more now <laughs> for for not telling me. I think I would hate you more if you didn't give me the money. <laughs> like, oh, you know, your mom had six million, but she didn't leave it to you. I think then I would be more mad. It's so weird. So the mom had all this money, and but didn't really let Holly know, and took yeah. her own inheritance away. I think, right? Um, Jane, Aunt Janie left her money, and she took that money. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, but yeah. bear in mind that this—I believe this is—I this is probably prior stuff too, because there's a there's a prior book to the Outsiders. There's a prior uh, story, but you, that Bill. We're not doing that. We're not. I'm just saying. No, 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 I'm not doing. That. I'm done with Holly. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So there's prior story to this. But I assume that at some point somebody runs off with her money, and that's one of the characters. And they blame, uh, oh, that guy stole my money. But really, he didn't steal my money. I just don't want you to have it. But if that's the case, why does he get? Why does she give her the money though? In the end, she could have left the money to uh, somebody else. I or, think the charity. I think the logic that is explained later on is that. Oh, I see you're wearing. So you do have another Dreckerfest. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's like three now. Just to, just oh to yeah, keep yeah. Track. This, this one you can't miss though. This is this is like <laughs> like like a nineteen seventies mustard yellow. So you can't like miss it. Uh, I got the black one because they didn't have my size. I like the yellow one. Oh, better, I was but they wondering. Didn't have my size. I thought they sold out. I go, oh, they must have sold the black one. So you got like the, you got the yellow one. I, I don't care. I'm I'm fine. I I, I like, like the yellow one because it has the cats in the back. Oh, the black one doesn't. I thought there were. No. I thought there were. Uh... Mm-mm, mm-mm. Ooh, man, it got warm all of a sudden. It was like seventy degrees and. Now it's like uh, got warmer. <laughs> I think the logic is the mom withheld the money for her because she wanted to, her to fail with the detective agency and come groveling back home. Oh, I think the yeah, logic. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's that one yeah, but, part. But she still leaves it to her, though. My point is, if you really feel that way, why would you leave anything to her? You could you could leave it to a charity, a church, Trump. You know, you know, you know, that, which would have been funny. <laughs> a campaign donation. <laughs> campaign donation to Trump. <laughs> Because he, <laughs> I mean yeah. that's a whole that's a whole thing. The mom was an anti-vaxxer and then she got COVID yeah, yeah. and died. Yeah, right? yeah. And so we see we see a couple of characters in this that are anti-vaxxers and they don't believe that COVID oh, is yeah. real. And then, and then Holly hates them. This like it's it's yeah. weird because in this book, Holly's really Stephen King. It's like he he he's he's now inside of her now. He's like, you know, he's he's afraid of Excuse the me? COVID. Excuse me. I mean, he, I mean, you know what I mean. He's like he's uh <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, he's projecting, he's projecting his his uh, oh, yeah ideology into holly now so for sure like, oh yeah because, uh, and then she was like a bully like several times we're like holly's oh, yeah. like a bully for like no reason uh 12 12 12 2 to 12 14 uh christmas time with roddy and emily uh and they, they're listening to a song by the cannibal and the head headhunters you know who that band no is? no I, yeah, I, I couldn't figure it out i didn't want to look it up either and that's what we, I think that's a big reveal where we find out they're eating Stinky's brains for dessert. That is correct. That might that be the big correct. reveal. That, they're that is a big reveal, yeah. Uh, 72321, Holly's rich. Uh, they meet, she finds out about Rafferty and Brown, who it, it, Rafferty's a real estate guy, broker, and they the, they're the ones that found the bike 
Bonnie's bike and they took it to the police. So she wants to talk to those guys. And she also wants to talk to uh, Lakeisha, who's who's Bonnie's best friend. Then she wants to talk to other librarians. Just like there's like a bunch of people that and then you're sitting there writing their names down as like a like a witness list. And then they really don't have anything to say. So it's like, oh, darn it. Like, man, I'm going to write that name down. Yeah, I'm going to speed this up a little bit because we're going to, we can't go, we can't go chapter to chapter. Just give me the date, then I can switch, I can get to it. 12, 4 to 19, they're doing the ex, the Christmas party and Bonnie's an elf. And then, and then, so you, you want to do the rest of the summary? No, I can do that. Yeah. More notes. Okay, yeah, yeah, more notes I can there. do that. Yeah. So December the 4th, the uh, 4th of the 19, 2020, bear in mind. So this is like a, so then I, my notes are Emily mentions, uh, actually, Emily mentions Castro, not, not to be, not to, not, not to be able to get in the way now. They're plotting their next victim. Roddy preps the van with the fake plates. So we know they're doing, they, they it's, it seems like they are kind of like being cautious, but they're not really cautious. And, you know, they're, yeah. you know they, they're literally killing everybody in the same area. So it's, uh, so then Bonnie, uh, dresses as a Santa Claus. She, she visits elf. The, an elf. Uh, an elf. An elf. Sorry. Sorry. It's an elf. And apparently they're doing some kind of like Christmas, like, uh, it's a COVID thing, but they're doing Christmas and they get, they hired out these people to be elves. And so then Bonnie goes to their house, and that's where that's where they first uh, first meet, uh, and they exchange phone numbers. So right off the bat, right off the bat, you know this. She's already gone. She's dead. Like yeah. you know she's gonna. I mean, and then you know because because when the mom talks to to Holly, it's already three weeks later, and there's no way they're gonna keep her around for three weeks. So you know she's gonna be dead by the by the by the time Holly finds her, she's gonna be dead. Yeah. So so July twenty third, we go back to the the Holly story, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, for some reason, uh, so Jerome interviews Vera Steinman. Yeah. Um, wait, who was who, Vera Steinman? Why am I? She's Stinky's. She's Stinky's mom. Oh, oh that's she's what he goes to her. She's a drunk. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually an interesting scene. That's like she's she's like a I want to say functional alcoholic, but she actually has like an epileptic thing and like almost yes. dies. So, yes. Yeah, but then she tells him her side of the story about how how uh, she believes that Stinky's dead. You know, it's been it's been what how many years now? Oh yeah. Uh, seven years from 2015 if i'm not mistaken so he's he's long gone so uh, 2018 2018 so it's three years but still three years yeah yeah he's gone yeah yeah he's even gone. though he did say that even though we do find out that he did want to like like run away and stuff like that he wasn't doing good in school either so we know that he had like he had like issues so we do yeah. know that and that's why everybody thinks oh he just ran away but she knows that he's dead she's drinking a lot now and then ultimately um I guess she's also taking like meds too, right? Yeah. So she has a, at the end of that chapter, she has a big seizure. Yeah. She has a big, and then he winds up that Jerome has to take her to the, to the hospital. And basically saves her life. Oh yeah. 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 Basically. Yeah. So then uh, we go January 621. Yeah. Yeah. So January, so, uh, the, uh, Rod, is it Roddy or Rodney? Or is it, or is it uh, both? Ro- Ro- Roddy. 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 Cause I have like Roddy. Roddy I swear they call him Roddy. I, I swear they call him Roddy too at some point. Uh, so his arthritis is starting to uh, to act up, and but he's also thinking about removing Bonnie from uh, from the victim list. He kind of has like a thing for her, where even the wife is like, "Oh yeah, don't look at her like you know she's <laughs> she's hot." So, but you know, but you know, she's she's ultimately she's like prey. So you know, don't look yeah. at her like that. Uh, and then, so there's also the reference of the Capitol, uh, the storming of the Capitol in this uh, in this oh, chapter. Is that, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we do find we do find out that Emily was questioned though for uh for the in the in the disappearance of Castro in this uh, mm-hmm. chapter and but then it's like it, but it's basically oh everybody that was an acquaintance at the college was questioned so it's not yeah. like she was singled out like and talked to her everybody was questioned but still and though we, you would think that that's happening uh oh like wait a minute like you know 
Well, and we and we learned that they've hired Bonnie and and Emily's feigning not to know how to use a computer, and so Bonnie's now hired by the Harrises to help her with oh, the yeah. computer. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the seven twenty three. Yeah, seven twenty three. Actually, that's where Jerome. Because it's, it's going back like real quick. So like Jerome takes the Vera to the hospital. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He relates his findings to Holly. Believes that Stinky and Bonnie. He believes that the Stinky and Bonnie cases may be related. It's funny because they might they might be better detectives than Holly. I think at some <laughs> uh, uh, you know it's like wait a minute you know because Holly always is kind of like no I'm just gonna put it in the back burner you know I'm not gonna say it is you know so let me see um oh, actually at this point Holly does believe that Bonnie is dead because even because even says quote unquote like she I know she's dead. Uh, but then she also says that she also feels that Bonnie was raped and killed too. So it's like, she's completely off on that. Like, yeah. like, well, yeah, I mean, killed. Yeah. Raped. No, I, I think she's going with the, with the prospect. She's young. She's good looking, you know, and therefore she's going to be raped. But then but we don't realize, she doesn't realize who the victim, who the, not, who the perps are. The, uh, yeah. You see the, the, the assailants. Yeah, so and, she, and, and she and she found the earring in the bushes, so that would imply there might have been a struggle. Oh, oh, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's funny because we don't we don't we don't know why that even occurred till later on when they when they uh, when they go back and replay uh, yeah. Bonnie's disappearance, who actually kind of struggles. So that's so that's where that happens at. So then we go to uh, February the eighth, twenty twenty one. And uh, that's where the that's where Barb I guess Barbara's like reintroduced into the book at this point. This is when she finally comes back into the book. Yeah, and she goes up to Emily. She goes up to the Harris's house to ask Emily for an introduction to Olivia so she can help her with her yeah. portrait, which seems really flipping. It's odd. it's yeah, it's really like why like why her of all? But she also notices the van too, which is kind of yes. weird because it yes. doesn't really play out though. It is it never plays out because as far as I recall, she doesn't tell Holly because Holly wants to know if there's a van. I need to know if there's a van. I need to know. But 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 um Barbara she sees the van but she never says it like are you had she told Holly hey you know they have a van right oh my god I I, know, I don't have to go there I can just call the cops now we don't have to have that final scene <laughs> she never tells her that you know what's weird, what's weird, which I don't like about this storyline is Emily as uh, Barbara's so insecure about her poetry yeah. what would make her think to go to someone who's a renowned poet and ask for mentorship. And go yeah, to the yeah, neighbor yeah. and go to the neighbor to ask for an introduction to Olivia. It's just it's just so preposterous. It it, it 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 is very it is very bizarre. But I guess because they live close together. I assume this is like a it's this is like a who are we watching? The rock star guy who who's like a block away from somebody, the producer. Because <laughs> oh, they live yeah. so close, they just take a chance. And maybe it's like maybe it's like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it is. It's probably where all the faculty live. Like it's probably like a oh, like yeah. a college 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 residency for faculty. You yeah, ready for? Yeah. It looks like you're ready for another beer. Yeah, I am. Let's Actually, do the yeah. let's do the adjuncted one. Then. Oh, okay. Wow, we're going right. We're going out. We're going full on, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, then again, but compare and contrast. And this is a bomber you gave me too. So. Oh yeah, again, there's there's and I'm forewarning you. There's going to be a lot of floaties in this for the yeah. The that's, and that's why that's why I was saying that I probably you know because I know I want to settle down at the bottom. So you might want to do like maybe just like a like a I mean you know their stats are not highly carbonated. You might want to do like well a it doesn't matter. I already had it inside. Yeah. I had it in my cooler, so it doesn't oh yeah. Matter. You just want to make sure you get stuff moving around in there. I would say. So this is the variant of the Imperial Stat Walker. This is called Imperial Stat Walker R Operation R and R for the rest and relaxation, um, because the uh, the Imperial Walker is on the beach with the the coconuts and the cacao. So it's a uh, it's those oh. are the adjuncts. Oh, okay. Operation R and R. 
Oh gosh, I, it's funny. I had it on the side, and like the sediments, like on the on the side of the uh, the bottleneck. <laughs> it, it, you know what's oddly odd enough is this one has more carbonation than the than the base. I'm not quite sure you why. You are correct. You are absolutely yeah. correct. I just poured it, and you're right. Yeah, because there's oh, a yeah, head of foam on this it. one. Yeah, you can hear it. You can hear. It. <laughs> like, listen, just, just listen. All right, so let me just ready. Man, there's a right. lot. There's a lot of sediment in this. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Cheers. Pros it. Coconut, right? Yes, coconut. And you was there co anything else besides <laughs> the coconut? You're you getting coconut. Yeah, I'm definitely getting coconut. Uh, nothing, anything, nothing else? No chocolate? Cacao. No cacao? Yeah, cacao. Oh, okay. You're not getting any oh. cacao. Someone start yelling at you. Remember, <laughs> like the last episode. <laughs> I get the coconut. Mm. I feel like the chocolate's starting to elude me now. Not just not just here, but like in a lot of beers that I'm drinking. I think I'm starting to like. I think my I think my mouth is starting to go. Uh, I would say if you you, you know you got to do the cicerone. Like take it, take it, some of it in your mouth, let it fall over your tongue, and the first thing you get is the chocolate, and then you get really? the coconut. So I I do get chocolate. I actually get a lot of chocolate, but I do get the the coconut at the back end. So take a mouthful, hold it, let it fall over your tongue, and then you'll get the chocolate notes up front, and then you'll get the coconut. Hmm. No man, I get. I'm just looking. I'm seeing all that sediment. Yeah, it's like it's like caramelized. It's like car, like caramel. Like when it, what's that? Like peanut brittle. It kind of reminds Here's, you of like a. Here's the other thing you should be getting, but in very tiny amounts. Don't forget, I I created a tincture, which is when you take the when you take the adjuncts and you let them soak in bourbon. Oh, so you should, you probably get a little bit of bourbon notes to oh, it too. Really? Yeah. Wow. So you 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 create the tincture to um to um sterilize or sanitize the adjuncts so they won't uh, infect your beer. So. Uh, I took some bourbon and I put them with the coconut and the cacao. Um, what kind of to, bourbon? What are we talking? Uh, about? It was like, uh, gosh, I knew you're gonna ask me that. Johnny Walker Blue. Are you going with, no, no. with the good stuff or are the, uh, like the Johnny, is Johnny Walker good stuff? That that no. blue bottle is like 150 or 200 dollars. No, no I probably did a um, shoot. It's it's eluding me right now. Like a Woodford, maybe it's a it's a it's a it's a high level. Like Jack Daniels. Is this Jack Daniels? No, no. <laughs> Jack Daniels. So you're probably getting a little bit of the bourbon in there, um, but like I said, I'm going to rebrew this and double the coconut and double the cacao, oh, just because okay. you and I got into an argument uh, last like week. More, about like this. more, 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 <laughs> like All unlimited right. power. <laughs> All right, All right so let me get to uh, July 24th, 2021. 20, uh, it mentions. I don't know why this is talking. This is something that you just mentioned recently, and King mentions this that Holly has like a Commodore. Is, is this like a, <laughs> and uh, and then you just sent me that weird thing with the Smiths about the Commodore sixty four. Is it is is it back or is that something I don't know that's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, she's meeting with the lawyer. She's dealing with her loss and the inheritance and the deception, all sorts of issues. She's with acting like, this is this is where I put down. She's acting like a petulant child now. <laughs> She's just like she's like a like I want it now, but she's not you know she's like the opposite of of Veruca Salt and you know she's she's like an inner Veruca Salt. Even, but even then she starts she she has outbursts now. She now she's having outbursts, so now it's even worse. And I think she's also having that the memories of her dad and the Latin. Um, 
Yeah, obviously you know. she does. She she obviously she has a, a closer relationship with her dad, and she resents the mom. She hates the mom. It's all about like she hates the mom. Well, the mom the mom was kind of basically undermining her at every point in time, and even like growing up was kind of like uh, emotionally abusive to her. So, yeah, but you don't think that in the long run that doesn't that doesn't put that doesn't force Holly to become who she is, and and, and in, the, <laughs> in, in the meantime she she's also wealthy now. So now it's like, it's like, yeah. wait a minute, where's where's the bad stuff happening? The only thing that Holly doesn't have is a lover. That's the only thing that really, and and the funny thing about that is the TV series The Outsider fixed that, so or to a certain, you know, almost almost fixed that. I, like, <laughs> but at least they gave her a lover in there. The whole thing with her becoming rich with the inheritance is is who cares? Like I don't like I don't want to hear about it. I don't I don't care. And, and then there's a reoccurring running joke that she tries to tell. Oh, like what? Like and it's like and it just winds up. You just want I want to I want to slap her now. Like I want to like <laughs> a millionaire walks into the into bar. A bar. <laughs> like, it's I like, don't oh. care about her. I don't care about Jerome. I don't care about Barbara. And I don't care about their being successful. Do, I don't do, care about. Do it. you do you think this the the TV series Outsider like was attempting to fix? Stephen King's Holly, like, uh, do you think he? I, I believe, I believe he really was. Who directed that? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't Durban, right? It was. I forget who did that, but I really believe the writer was trying to fix. Like ah, Stephen King's uh, version of Holly is just like so boring and just like a. He's like, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make our version like, I'm gonna make her like autistic and give her the shining. And then she'll be better. Like, like she'll and be. She's better. like OCD on the show. I mean, she's, she. She was. I thought it was like um, like an autistic. It might, like, it might be like savant. It might be like a uh, savant. Yeah. Oh but yeah, yeah, yeah. OCD stuff going. I mean, it was just like uh, it just made sense on why she was so good. Whereas this yeah. is like it just uh, Holly's Holly's just a regular. She's she's a, a regular person with like, and she's not even like a good student either. She's not like this. She just finds out that later on in life that she's good at like like observing things and you know and detective work. But ultimately, she's kind of like a a normal bland person with that's depressed, and it's just like, oh gosh, man, come on. Uh, two eight twenty one. Barbara goes to Emily. Wants you want you to, to introduce me to Olivia. Can you help? And then. Uh, you think she's going to be the next victim, which would oh, be yeah, interesting. Yeah. She, they do jot her down. They, it's they so do random. Jot, they do jot her down, though, as being as a potential. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting, though, because it does talk about the uh, the uh, the play that the the poem that uh, Barbara's writing about, which oh. is uh, which is the 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 chit the chit uh, <laughs> the outsider poem. <laughs> yeah, all the poems are based on her tragedies. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, with it's the outsider poems. <laughs> The outsider poems. That's funny. So it, it's just so random that Barbara w- and and Emily would be connected in this novel. It's completely I think, random. I think uh, yeah, yeah. It's you're right. It's just to get her to point A to point B. We got to have her go there. Why not? Why not just go directly to to Olivia? Why not just uh, well, go? Why not just remove Emily? But we can't have that because we have to have a clue. And even then, it's a red herring with the van. We need to be. You know, it's like, what's going on here? I'm starting to get angry now because when I think about it is why would Barbara choose Emily when Emily and Olivia hate each other? They're not even best friends. They're not even best friends. They, hate, they literally hate each other. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, well, what, Olivia what, tells what? her after. She's she's the one that starts putting that notion like, we know we know that Barbara, Barbara doesn't like Emily almost immediately. We know that. But then even like Olivia is like confirming it like, oh, yeah, she's like a, she's weird. And like, you know, she'll like she'll attempt to uh, like undermine you and this. Yeah. And that. Like, so but why that, even go down there? Like, but that, that has to be out there somewhere. right? Like, why would she choose Emily versus someone yeah, else? Yeah, you're right. The why does she, yeah, right. why does she go there? It's no because the plot demands it. That's does she why. work for her at some point? Does she does she? I mean, they know. God, I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's see, 724, Lakeisha interviewed by Holly. 
um, Tom Higgins, a boyfriend. Uh, well, and then we get, Alan's we get, also, Alan, uh, yes. Alan's brought up at this point. Too. Yes. And uh, she was, you know, Alan's the one that is the janitor at the college who, who lived in, who lived in the trailer park. Oh yeah. 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 And then they start bringing up this whole running theme of, of like the Malik Dutton uh, shooting. That's, oh, not yeah. real, that's not a real person, right? That's I don't think so. Up. I think it's supposed to be like a, it's like a, it's who was a guy that got it? Uh, Floyd? Was it Floyd? The, uh, I think it's supposed to be like a, like a, like a, yeah. Uh, a representation yeah. of that probably like a civil uprising because of yeah the black you need community. like a focal point yeah so i think that that's makes no to sense that. like why, why would you bring that into it well it's, you got it's, COVID. Stephen it's it's he, yeah but it's king though it's king has to have I put everything he's seen like in the last two years that he's been like in his room like typing this out he's yeah. watching the news and he's watching <laughs> cnn or something oh i'm gonna MSNBC do that oh i'm gonna do that that's like that's <laughs> yeah, current that's, yeah yeah that's current yeah yeah, stop with that because it's a running theme about minorities and uh, and police. Because even even when when at the end where Holly's saying telling Barbara, do you have that gun? Like, make sure it's not on. Oh you yeah, make sure you put it away. What? Remember Malik Dutton? You don't you don't want you don't want you don't want to get done wrong by yeah. the police by like Malik did. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. Forget the fact that there's a, there's a couple of dead bodies in the bottom <laughs> there. I don't even think they're going to care about that after. He's pushing. Although, the, although, although maybe maybe they might sit there and go. Hey, we got two dead bodies. We got a white woman like in the cage. <laughs> so maybe like, oh, oh, you did this. You did it, didn't you? Maybe. You're, you're force feeding me COVID stuff. You're force feeding me anti-Trump stuff. You're force, you're force feeding me so, social un- unrest and injustice stuff. I mean, come on. Like I said, though, this is what this is what King was seeing for the, the two years that he was writing this. He actually said that I think he said that the COVID had actually started when he when he was doing If It Bleeds, too. But he had left it. He had left that out from if it bleeds, and and for you know, anyway, and it makes sense. But here is like, nah, it's full on. I'm in the room watching my news every, watching the news every day, so I'm gonna write about everything I see. Uh, let's see. So the so so Holly's starting to deduce that the common thread between Bonnie, Pete, and Alan is that they do not have vehicles. That's like oh, a, yeah. it's either bikes or skateboards. Yeah. Wait a minute though. Which McCloud had a moped? Yeah, that's a bike. Um, that's is a bike. bike? Moped? Yeah. Care is it Carrie? Is Carrie the one with the moped? Yeah, Carrie. That is correct. Uh T twelve, Barbara goes to Olivia's and she's gonna take her on. So that's kind of like where you you're you're supposed to breathe that sigh of relief that, that Barbara isn't gonna interact with Emily anymore because oh, yeah, it's over to take like, her on yeah. as a as a protege. Yeah. Yeah. And almost like a, it's almost like a replay of if it bleeds the uh the, the one with the with the with the young with the boy and the the old guy like the cheap bar, uh, uh, Olivia becomes the, yeah Harrigan it's almost be it's almost like that plot line happening again like oh it's like the older mentor takes in like the young protege it's like it's like ah oh, come on uh 725 the surveillance camera from the the uh the quickie march she sees the van or a van uh, oh, yeah. Then she, it, it's all over the place. She's interviewing the frat guy about Tom Higgins. He's in Vegas. Um, she puts out on social media looking for uh, Ellen Craslow. Uh, and then there's that one scene where you're talking about. Yeah, well, I was talking about where it's like, yeah, so go, yeah, she gets Tom's them. Tom's the ex-boyfriend of, uh, of of Bonnie. And for whatever reason, like, apparently, you know, it doesn't seem like they were that, they, they were like fighting or anything like that. You know, he just, they just leave each other. But but Holly finds out that he owes five hundred dollars from like the I guess a dorm rent. thing or for yeah, rent. back rent yeah and then like so she's talking to him but he has nothing to offer her he has so then she's like for the side my note is like for whatever reason Holly acts like a like a petulant bee <laughs> and and threatens to have his wage garner to pay back five hundred dollars 
It's yeah, like, wait, like, for why? 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 Yeah. Like, why? why? Like, why? Uh, 215 to 327. It's all about uh, Barbara, Olivia, and Marie. Uh, and Olivia talks about Jorge, uh, tells that oh, story yeah. to Barbara. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do, what do I have, Vivian? I must have got the names wrong. Yeah, Olivia mentions Castro to, wait, no, to, Barbara. Yeah, to Barbara. So that's where she starts getting the notion of Castro yeah. that, and, his, and his stuff. Because she winds up putting him on the map when she sees yeah. goes to Jerome's office and finds the map. That is correct. Map. Yeah. Uh, 72621, Jerome's going to New York. Uh, so Holly goes to the trailer park and starts uh, doing some uh, some detecting about Ellen Craslow. She talks to the manager, Stella Lacey, and the neighbor, Imani McGuire. And then she tells up she I guess she knew Ellen fairly well and tells a whole backstory yeah. about the the uh, the the family was like religious zealots. Is that what it was? Yeah, because it could, yeah, because yeah, I put it was like it's a lot of filler, but she does mention something that obviously will, will be important later on. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So that so that's like the only thing that really matters, and that she mentions that a, 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 an older white woman came and collected her stuff. It, Which makes zero she sense. Have like Skyatia, so that's what kind of Skyatia, Skyatia, Skyatia. So the old. So why would Emily go to the damn trailer park to get yeah. her stuff? It makes yeah, no sense. It makes like zero sense. Yeah, it's like hey, like that? like hey, like hey, like I'm like I'm just gonna go out there and just take the stuff from like randomly. And and we do know that this park is predominantly African American. Why would you go down there and do this? You're going to stand out like a sore thumb. You're like an old elderly woman who's like kind of disabled and you're, and you're going into her place and taking her stuff. This, doesn't that seem kind of weird? Like, I don't know. What's, how does, how does Ellen get abducted by the Harris's anyway? Um, you know what? I, I don't think they, they might not mention that one either. Ellen might be, le- Ellen and, and stinky might be left out unless it's coming up later, but I don't yeah, I think she might be left out too. Why would she go clear out her stuff? It makes sense why Emily goes to Holly, goes to finders keepers because she's trying to look for the report, which I still think is a little stretched, a little stretched. But remember, oh, yeah. um, Emily goes to finders keepers because she thinks Holly has the report with their names in it. So she's going to try to recoup yeah. that. Yeah. Why would you go to Ellen Craslow's trailer park to get to get what? Oh, she's going for like, I guess, I assume it's probably any evidence that she may have. Yeah, like, like what stuff. though? Any that could tire to, yeah, but you're right though, because that would assume that she's been around their place yeah. for quite a while. Like, yeah. why would you need any evidence if you just picked her up? So, you know, now that I think about it, you're right. Did they have like a deeper like relationship or, or was that chapter left out of the book? Or I don't know. And Ellen Craslow's the vegan, right? That is correct. That is correct. Yeah. So there's no, there's no, I mean, and she's the janitor. So there's no connection. I mean, it's not yeah, like, it's not like that, Bonnie's in the house working with them. You know, now you're thinking about your ex. She might be the only one besides Stinky that I don't recall how she gets abducted. Oh, well, yeah. Maybe we'll get to it. But, it, but there's, no motive, there's no motive for her to go to the trailer park. To the place, yeah. Unless stop. they had a deep relationship where, oh, maybe she was writing about, you know, maybe she wrote some notes about down about me or, you know, therefore I need to go and take her stuff and make sure. Uh, 327, Olivia Marie submit her uh, Barbara's oh. work for the Penley Prize. Oh, side note. Maybe side I can I can put an make an argument for that. Maybe she took the clothes and stuff because it made it seem like she was leaving, but she didn't realize that somebody had saw her taking it. Yeah. So she was taking it like, oh, she left. You know, if you were to go to her her place, oh, her clothes are missing. There, oh, therefore Alan left. She left town. Yeah, but there I don't th- I don't think there's a direct link between Alan and the Harrises like Bonnie or. Uh... You're right. You're right. Yeah, as far as I remember in the books, some are detailed a lot more 
then like I said, Stinky is not even Stinky's like not even mentioned as far as I remember. And I think Ellen's kind of the same way. She's just there all of a sudden, like in the in the cage. Uh, let's see, seven twenty six. Holly visits Emilio at the Quickie March. Uh, and wait, the Quickie March? I have like Jet Mart. I say Quickie March. Oh, I Simpson generic. Uh, fa- <laughs> yeah. our, our our Family Mart, like the Japanese chain Family Mart, or Circle K, whatever you want. Circle K, seven eleven. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Holly's talking about uh, Ellen, uh, and then she has a whole those memories of the dad and the mom. Uh, I assume I assume the prior stories have mentioned the father because this seems kind of like random that she would start ta- thinking about him. I think she even yeah. has a dream about him too. So yeah, I assume that he must have been mentioned in the in the in the first story, if, or probably even in the, if it bleeds or something like that. Five nineteen. The poems are based on the like we said. The poems are based on the outsider and Chet. Uh, oh yeah. We also find that Olivia has cancer, I think, at this point, too. But she's in, so Penny, um, Barbara's advancing to the next round of that uh, Penley Prize. Yeah. Yes. And you're, gosh, man. I mean, I'm, I, that's why I joke about the ending of this book is everybody, everybody gets every, it's yeah. like there's nothing bad happens in this book to any uh-huh. of the, uh, it's so weird. Yeah. Don't care. But don't care for all the happy stuff going on. Yeah. It's very, everybody wins. Uh-huh. Jerome wins. Barbara <laughs> wins. Holly wins. Like, uh, uh, it's Pete wins and like everybody wins. Yeah, I can't relate to everyone. I can't relate to being happy, so I, I don't like it. <laughs> Somebody has to die. Uh, 727, Emily calls her and he got reminded after watching The Big Lebowski. So another oh, Emilio, uh, Cohen yeah, Emilio calls. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about there that the so she had mentioned she had mentioned to him, has anyone gone missing? Any do you know of anyone who's gone missing? And then he remembers the kid in the moped he used to work at the brawling. Oh alley. yeah, the carry. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He uh, just big Lebowski in that scene too. Yeah. So uh she talks to Stella's hubby, I guess who works like like at the impound yard about the moped. And uh and uh let's see, she goes to the bowling alley, talks to the manager, Althea Haverty, and then we get introduced. Uh, she talks about the Carrie Dressler character. Um, and he would constantly bowl with the uh, golden oldies, which Roddy is a member of. And they, he used to smoke all of them out except for uh, small ball. Small ball. Small ball was was not having that. He's he's all about the meats. He don't want no. He don't want the putts. Like Arby's. <laughs> we got the meats. <laughs> we got the real meats. <laughs> uh, Five nineteen. I have no notes on, so I just it's a skip, skip from. Oh, by the way, have we mentioned why they're eating the meats at this point? Has, has that been has that been introduced yet? Why they're uh, eating the I don't meats? think. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably because I think at some point that they got stinky Pete's fat and they're rubbing it all over each other. Like, oh, uh, okay, they're rubbing it. <laughs> Like an orgy. Uh, well, he even talks yeah. about like it having a sexual impact on him. Like, uh, oh, does it? Like he's, he's like yeah. putting it like what? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But but like she, I think Emily talks about it like earlier on when they saw the effects of it, they would actually have sex later on as oh, they got yeah, older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're using basically they're harvesting every part of the body as a rejuvenation or delay of aging. Is it what the whole yeah. cannibalism thing is, right? Mm-hmm. And the liver being the prime, the prime source, that is the, that is what you want the most. Everything has a benefit, but the liver is, is the ultimate, the, the, the how, how would you say it? The piece de resistance, the, uh, yeah. 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 So that's like the thing. The, uh, gosh, what is that called? Um, the oyster, the entree? like, the, like oh. the oyster of the, uh, of the body. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, would, I would think so, the heart would be, but it's the liver. Oh, because the, the liver, I guess, is regenerative. I think that's like that's the, the other point. Uh, 
you know, I'd say the heart and the brain probably would be yeah. uh, no, the liver. Be good. Apparently, the liver is the uh, the main thing. So, so kind of jumping ahead, th- does it bother you that they're just human? Oh, absolutely. Well, it's it's the third. <laughs> it's the third. It's because the first two, you're kind of still wondering. I think it's the third victim when they mention. No, as a matter of fact, I think it's um, I think it's no, it's when uh, Bonnie gets to kidnap. And that's when it's like, uh, oh, like she's actually getting plucked by a needle. Oh, it's like over. Oh, like they're not outsiders. Because at least then you can explain everything, like the reason why they're doing what they're doing. And that they're super, and, the, and they have this, no, they're just human. They're just these two psychotic old elderly humans. It's 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 such a weak, uh, uh, what is it called? Prote- antagonist, you know? Yeah. And you're right. They're not very intimidating. I'm not even sure why they're good they're at what they do. They're not, unless they have like a, unless they get behind you with a needle, that's the only time that they're intimidating. You have to be pretty stupid to fall for their scam, I think, too, right? I mean, think about it. I, I, I think it, I think it keeps mind that, oh, they're, oh, nobody would expect, nobody would suspect elderly people to do stuff like that. Therefore, your, your guard is off. You know, that's that. And that's, I think that's what they're trying to, that's what he's trying to tell us. It's so stupid. Have you, have you, have you ever, well, you probably haven't. Uh, have you, have you, have you ever, felt the weight of an electric wheelchair oh yeah absolutely you yeah can't, we can't move that yeah i mean you can't you the thing probably weighs 500 pounds oh yeah 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 so uh, it'd be pretty dull to fall yeah. for the scam king king tries to play it off though of taking a running start or they're having a hard time pushing it up, but yet they still do it. So it's you know I do weird. call nine one one, call the cops, and say yeah, hey, let me just yeah, let me, let me just call help. somebody. Let's get some assistance over here. Yeah, and, every, not... <laughs> and everybody has cell phones. So it's not like it's this is you know at this time everybody has a cell phone, so there's no excuse. You know? Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna call my AAA, and AAA is gonna come out and help you. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm out. like I, I gotta go. Like step on your bike and take off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call AAA down here. I'll call 911. Someone's going to help you. I, I, I think what you. it's supposed to be is like empathetic to like elderly people stuck. I think that's what they're playing. I think King's playing on that. Like you're nobody's going to leave old people to their, to their demise. Then you're going to, you're going to drive away and you're going to be like, Oh, I wonder if they got help. I better go back and help them. Yeah. I think he's, he's playing to that. He's playing to that point. A, a, a younger couple, a guy by himself. You're gonna you're you're taking your jet you're you're so you're running you're going so fast and moving away that it's like pathetic. But two old people, you're like, oh, you know, okay. Uh, Seven twenty-seven. Holly starts interviewing all the members of the Golden Oldies, including oh, yeah. uh, including Small Ball. Uh, well, Bar- Barbara's writing her essay for the Penley uh, Prize, and she basically says, "Hey, my essay are my poems. Like, take that." Yeah, it also mentions when it's, when he's talking to the the Hugh guy. I guess he's like kind of like a muscular old. He's more like a muscular old. Guy. Yeah, I think I would. I think I would suspect him more. Like all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, like, oh, why yeah. is this guy still relatively in shape? Like, uh, you know, like right now. And then, but he does mention that most of the guys are either dead or disabled, and their wives a lot. Quite a few of them, their wives are gone. So that kind of a, like a, like removes those people out of out of the equation, with the exception of uh, of Roddy and Emily. Uh, let's see. Seven one. Roddy and M take Bonnie. So Bonnie puts up mo- a better fight than anyone else we've oh, yeah. seen, and that's why the yeah. earring gets tossed for yeah, some reason. That she gets, that she gets stuck, but then she she kind of she she can take it. She's probably more athletic. She probably has a little bit more. You know, you know she you know probably the a- adrenaline and athleticism are probably working for her. But she and it, and also like I said, he uses Valium as in, instead of the other drug he was using prior. So I think Valium probably has like a like a slower reaction. Uh, let's see. 
Oh, I lost my place. Uh, seven twenty-one. No, I'm, uh, July twenty-seventh. Because then we skip over Because eventually they ultimately do get her. So oh yeah, seven twenty. Yeah, seven twenty-seven. I don't have anything for seven two twenty-one. Yeah. Bonnie wakes up, and then we get to we probably get into the list of the victims: Jorge Castro, Carrie Dressler, Ellen Craslow, Stinky Steinman. Um, seven twenty-seven. Uh, so Holly does actually go in and interviews uh, Roddy. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's see, Barbara. And he, basic, that- and he basically, uh, he basically blows her off for the most part, yeah. and he lies. And the, one of the big tells is he lies about his relationship with uh, Carrie. Yes, because later on in the old folks' home, uh, the other guy, the other buller says they were best, they were best buds, like they 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 knew each other yeah. well. And I think I think uh, Roddy says like he's kind of like oh he was like a stoner guy he was like a, kind of like a waste you know I'd re- but that's not the way the other guys the other guys saw it as no 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 he was friends with uh, with Carrie uh, seven three Roddy and Emily are deteriorating seven twenty seven uh, Penny wants some information so she's starting to get angry with the lack of information from and feedback from Holly so she's threatening to fire her. Oh yeah, which actually plays out later. I have to admit, it is kind of weird that the one character that's getting pissed off, the mother of, of Bonnie, yes. she actually kind of winds up if it because of her yes. actions, it yes. she's actually the savior of, of Holly. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Um the seven four, Roddy's prepping Bonnie, seven twenty-one. Uh so the frat boy calls holly back Every, they, we keep on getting that wrote that, that motif uh from um the partner with the rope being thrown oh, holly gets a rope thrown down oh yeah 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 uh so he's saying hey um uh bonnie was an elf and does that mean anything and then so when she questions akisha she was like oh yeah she was an elf for the harrises uh, yeah. bonnie worked for them and then meanwhile, Barbara's t- uh, she's sending that uh, text to Barbara with the picture, like, "Hey, do you recognize? Uh, do you recognize the guy in the picture?" And so, what we don't know, what we later find out is Barbara actually knew Carrie and Roddy. That is correct. But we don't get that clarified at this point in time. We also they also mentioned that Barbara was a part of like the bowling thing as a kid too. So 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 that she has some connection to the the bowling leagues. Uh, seven five, we're going to eat you. Like no, dear, we're going to eat you. <laughs> It feels like probably the only thing that's in it that stands out like there. Seven that's it for her. And then she's dead. And then she's gone. Then she goes home. Yeah. 728. All signs are pointing to the Harris's, but but Holly's so dense, she thinks that they're covering for someone. Oh yeah. There's somebody else. They're probably like a, a kid. A, a kid, a son, perhaps. There's <laughs> there's all yeah. I mean, because I mean think about it, they're 80 years old now. And you know, and they're kind of, and they're jacked up, you know. So it so it does kind of make sense. Well, yeah, also lot- at this point too, at this point in the book, and I think I might have missed this, but the, or I think I, I, don't, I don't know why I didn't put it down as a note, or maybe I missed it. But at, at a certain point, Emily does mention to Roddy, and he's not having it about psychosomatic uh, uh, symptoms, and it's like, and I'm like, she's literally giving away the ending already. King's giving without 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 giving away what the, what they actually do have. There's two things when I think of psychosomatic. There's another word, another term that comes goes hand in hand with psychosomatic. Uh, uh, syndrome, and that's yeah. placebo effect. And I'm already like, I'm already like, she's already giving them. King's already giving them, giving away the ending of the book already. So I thought that was kind of like, like a bad thing to do. Yeah, we get a lot on seven twenty eight. Uh, she visits the uncle, Uncle Henry. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Olivia dies. 
Uh, Holly gets a yearbook picture of Emily and shows it to the woman at the trailer park, and the woman confirms, "Oh yeah, that's the woman who cleared out the trailer." So there, there you go. Like it's over now because she yeah, has a yeah, connection yeah, she to knows. putting the Harris's yeah. with uh, with Ellen Creslow. But for whatever reason, Holly needs that that van. I need to confirm there's a van because that's that's gonna that's gonna solidify my my evidence. And at one point, both Pete and Jerome they say, "Hey, the van's raised for some reason. Like for oh, some yeah. reason, the van's not a regular van." And yeah, yeah. Well, they, I think Jerome is the one that notices that. That's what you would use for somebody with the with the wheelchair. Yes, yes, because you have to have the extra like motor for the lift, uh, right. On that. Uh, then we have the whole memorial for Olivia. Do we really need that? Gosh, no. man, there's there's so no. much stuff going on here that's no. fat. Absolutely fat. not. Do you think when you're Stephen King and you like, I'm done with this book and you give it to your editor and your, 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 your agent and your publisher. And like, they're afraid to say, this is a guy to go because it's Stephen absolutely. King. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. They don't, that guy, that guy generates so much money. You're not going to say no to him. Yeah. So even the editors, even the editors like, no, 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 no. He writes what he wants and just let him do what he said. Get, you know, you give, give him his check and we're going to make millions off of this. So he he gets no notes on his on the manuscript, right? It's done. It's good to go. It's done. This is what right. Put it down. Like like that's it. Do you think at one point in his career, like once he's been once he had success and fame, he, someone tried to give him notes and like probably they got fired or something like that? Like oh, it's Mr. Maybe, King. Like I don't know. I think early on he probably was. I probably, I think the editors probably did more like edited stuff more nowadays. Though I would highly doubt that anybody tells him no. You know. That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Like you giving me notes, like me, yeah, like me. Like, you like, you want to you want to edit my stuff, like, uh, <laughs> like. I don't know, but the, yeah, the Olivia Memorial stuff definitely fat. I don't need that. I don't. I don't even care about the Olivia character. Do you care I, about? I the, don't either. The, no, I absolutely don't. Uh, this, all this is all this is is to push Barbara's uh her story along. So and it's, why it's, it's completely useless. You know? And why she can't respond to Holly's texts and phone calls about Ex- uh, Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Uh, let's see. Holly goes to Harris's house and she sees a van. That's where that she also M- takes her 38, which, uh, which is, uh, kind of weird. It's actually kind of, I mean, I, I, you know, and, and it's funny cause they do that one thing where, where, where Holly's loading the gun yeah. and she always leaves out like, she's, I think it's like a six round revolver 38. Yeah. And she leaves one of the, one of the rounds like empty and you, and I, Right off the bat, I'm like, oh, this is going to come into play at some point in the in the story. Because why would that's you even what, mention that? That's what Bill, but Bill told her to do that, though. Yeah, like, but why would you even leave. mention that, though? There's no need to mention that. You just load it, you know, just load it up. And <laughs> but because this is being mentioned, therefore it's going to come into play. That's funny. Uh, let's see. So, so as Holly breaks in and sees the van. Emily feigns she's been injured. Like she's fallen, yeah. like I like a uh, life yeah. alert. I fall and the, I can't get up. There's also a pre-warning too, where uh, Roddy's in the, in the park and, and he sees her sneaking around. He's, yeah. he's like, Oh, but his, his Alzheimer's is starting to, <laughs> starting to get to him. He's having a hard time thinking, but he manages to contact Emily and Hey, like she's like, she's snooping around. And then she just like hangs up on him. And then she just does her thing. So she feigns that she's fallen and hurt herself. And uh, as she, as Holly approaches her, she tries to zap her with a stun gun, but Holly yeah. intercedes. Thing like, number one. You mean thing number one. That's, yeah. You know, that's what it's called. And so she smashes her wrist with the 38. And yeah. then, of course, Roddy zaps her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 729. Penny's still trying to get a hold of Holly. So she calls Finders Keepers and gets the messaging system and says, hey, I want to talk to the other guy because... Uh, I'm trying to get a hold of Holly. Oh yeah, yeah. The the the, the true hero of the story is Penny. Ultimately, <laughs> the, the mother of Bonnie. 
Oh, shoot. Uh, let's see. Pete talks to Penny. Barbara's going to go look for Holly. The Harrisons have these cyanide pills just in case because they figure death is better than prison. Yeah, yeah. Barbara goes to Holly's apartment and doesn't find her. Oh, also, uh, also, we do find out too at this that one scene where like uh, where where Bonnie kicks a uh, Holly, uh, an inert Holly, <laughs> like in the ribs, and then later on we find out that they put a a a, a fat poultice, uh, what is that poultice? The uh, like a like a mixture like on her ribs. Oh, okay. And then and then Holly still feels pain on there, so we know now that this is all like psychosomatic. It's all like it's all in the mind. These it, it doesn't have no effect. Uh, then the whole thing where Emily's going to the finders keepers to look for a report. Yeah, Holly's uh, done, yeah. which is kind of weird. And she yeah. has Holly's. She's wearing Holly's hat, which is well, yeah. Barbara sees makes a connection with. But the even hat. Barbara's kind of like every like you know people you know more than one people you know but not just one person has that. It is kind of a weird scene. Well, it, I think she, Barbara says like, "Hey, it's not the local. It's not a local professional sports team. It's like a local college team that no one has. But Holly has that hat. So why would someone else have that hat? No, but she does mention that other people would be wearing that. She's not. She's not completely convinced it's a, it's Holly or Holly's hat at that point. Uh, let's see. So so Holly goads Roddy into tell and by telling him, "Hey, it's a placebo effect. You're an idiot. You're nothing's changing. That's why you have dementia." And so out of anger. He rushes her, and what we learned previously is that Holly has found um, Bonnie's other earring hidden oh, yeah. underneath the futon. Yeah. So as she is, uh, as Roddy rushes to her, she grabs him and then slices his throat, and he's dead. Easily overpowering. And I, I, I get it. He's eighty years old. He's got, you know, he's not, you know, he's arthritis, eighty years old, uh, Alzheimer's. So I, I, I get it. He's not like a. In, you know, a competent, uh, physically competent guy. So I get, cause I, it almost seems like it's kind of easy. Like she takes them out relatively. Oh, yeah. like, I got to admit, them both like, out. Never, takes them both out, both out, easily. like barely an inconvenience. Yeah. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah. So that, Emily finds uh, Roddy dead and she comes back with a 38 and starts 38. unloading at uh, Holly. But since this might be one of the more goofy scenes though, of all time, though. <laughs> like, it's like Keanu. Holly's like dodging, like, like Holly's Neo. like matrixing the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely kneeling like the, the, yeah. the shot. She fires wait, she fires three rounds at Holly and one of them does clip or one's a flesh yeah. wound. But yeah. then she fires a I think she falls on the fourth and shoots a Roddy in the head, I think, with the, oh, with the fourth round. <laughs> he's already he's already dead, but she shoots him for good measure. And then at <laughs> uh, the fifth round, in the fifth round, I mean she shoots him. And then we and then the final round, I I I, I forgot what Holly does, but she 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 makes her come at her like, you know, like a like like come on like like come closer oh, to me because because you have you can't hit me because you're too old oh, yeah. and your wrist is oh, yeah, messed yeah, yeah. up so come closer and then uh, Holly snaps her neck yeah she snaps her neck even like easier it's like it's like she, mm-hmm, like Holly's mm-hmm. killing people like 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 no problem <laughs> barely an inconvenience. <laughs> Uh, and bear in mind, she's behind bars too, so she's killing people behind well, and bars. And she even says, "Like, hey, Guinness Book of World Records, like I killed two people behind oh, bars." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, then Barbara finds her, uh, and then kind of the aftermath. Holly tells Penny about Bonnie. Uh, Jerome tells Vera about Stinky Steinman. Um, Emily's diaries reveal that she's basically a racist and a bigot. I feel like that diary thing is just like, just like, <laughs> like what? Like, like, it almost seems kind of funny too. It's like, like, why would she even have that? Like, that more evidence. Do you think maybe that's kind of like, so you can claim an insanity plea maybe later on? Perhaps? I don't think so. I don't think they want to get caught because they know when they get caught, they're going to end it all. 
I think it's just yeah, there for, for for Steve for King's like uh yeah, we we need to make we, there's a reason oh she's evil therefore she's also a racist so we should we need to have that in there too. They do talk about that. Uh let's see. And then Barbara wins the penley. Yeah, everybody wins. Jerome gets a hit gets his book published. Barbara Silly. wins the award. Holly gets six million dollars. She she yeah. she kills two people easily wipes <laughs> out two the, the two uh antagonists. Everybody silly. wins and they all live happily ever after. Yeah, it's definitely silliness. Uh, so, so I'm assuming we're going to get another book because the the book ends with the phone ringing, and then once you once she picks it up, we see dates eight fourteen to six two twenty two. So I'm assuming that's what the next book's going to cover. I don't know if you picked up on that. Is it going to be like you know what it should have been? It should have if if you're going to do it that way, it should be like Ralph calling her. Oh, like because because nice. he's not he's I, I never mentioned. Some, I got once. something for you. I yeah, like Ralph calling, and it's like because like. <laughs> Man, if, without an outsider in there, it's it's just come on, man. It's like you know. Uh, so with the overall thoughts, nah, it was pretty bad. That might, that might be <laughs> this might be one of the most boring. No, I wouldn't say it's boring because I did finish it off. If it was boring, I probably would have stopped reading it. It's just one of the most unsatisfying King books that I read. Not a story, but book that I that I've read. Yeah, you do want. I mean, you you expect the supernatural element, and so- oh yeah. Once you pull that out, it's just two old people, two old people that are that are pretending they're 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 uh, feeling good from from killing from cannibalism. It's just it just winds up being preposterous in the end. Yeah, it's a little, it's a silly concept. I mean, let's face it, it's a silly concept to begin with. So it, it is. I, I could almost believe, like, uh, for example, I can believe Dahmer's like cannibalism more because he was getting off on that. That that make that makes more sense to me than believing. It's gonna it's gonna repair your body and make you feel good and to me that makes more sense than what 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 the Harrises are believing. I rather see them as like forty year olds who who or who they look forty but they're two hundred years old and they're going through this. Yeah, but then, it, but then but then that would make it real. So yeah, make it real. That. Make it real. Make but then real. but then yeah, so they, exactly. I, I I see the same thing. I was hoping for like a twist in the end, like yeah. oh. Like like maybe Roddy was doing like an, a deeper experiment into like a like a deeper you know an an ancient uh, ritual thing. Nah, it's just some, just a guy going off his uh, his uh, his uh, theories. Yeah, yeah, definitely not satisfying, uh, not gratifying. I it was a quick read though. I mean, we'll say that much. I got through it pretty quickly. And yeah, I didn't like true. it, but got through. It. I don't I, again. I don't like the fact that you're you nailed it. Everybody wins except for the everybody victims. wins. Every it's it's Willy Wonka in the end. It's literally Willy Wonka. Yeah, that's. Uh, that, I'm not letting you choose books anymore. Well, you already got a book. <laughs> uh, you already got a book chosen for next one. So yeah, I go back to the classics and Cold Blood by Truman Capote, which is a real story. True crime. Oh, one way. of my favorite. Uh, is that a forte uh, genre? Yeah. Probably about fifteen percent in right now. Yeah, I just started. I I just picked it up. Uh, you sent it to me yesterday, and I just I'm probably only I'm I'm rarely at the beginning two percent probably. And it's written very similar to a uh, uh, killer the flower killers of the flower moon. It's written in that same uh, prose uh, historical fiction. So I would say the pages are longer too, though. I notice like they're more like of a longer uh, okay like compared to like that. It's more, and the characters are kind of like, like right now I'm just putting the names down and like giving them their details, like the mm-hmm. father, the mother, and the, the four kids. So yeah. I'm like, so I'm at that point right now. Like, I, I, I want to solve it before, like, because I don't know, I don't know the outcome and I'm not even sure about the story itself, the real life uh-huh. story. Uh-huh. So I want to know, like, so I'm not trying to figure it out myself. Like, who's the killer, you know? 
Uh, yeah, I'm at the point where I know who the killer is oh. and who the victims are. So, and you so okay, well, you're, you're, the, well, we know the family because they, they immediately say there's four shotgun four shotgun blasts go off and there were six victims. So it's okay. got to be the family. It's got to be because you know, we know that there's the, there's four kids and the father and the mother. So we know it's going to be got to be them or they're the victims. But who's the killer? That's the that's the thing. Are you going to get to that by next week? Um, probably, maybe. How, okay. how long did it take me to read? Uh, uh, about a week, Holly. We did it about okay. a week and a half. I can do about 20% a day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fargo, uh, um, Bear. I'm going to take, take a break now. I want to wash my glass out, actually. Okay. All right. Take a break and then we we'll get to do another pour. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, uh, Fargo, Bear, or Justified? Let's go with the, let's go with the Bear. I think they have a, that's on the top of my, yeah, the Bear. All right. Let's see another pour, too. What do you got? All right. We got probably Ipo, we the, got a sour. Yeah, probably the incognito one. I believe it's the. Oh, you're going with the uh, Denver uh, Cerebro Brewing. Yeah, so that's a collab. Cerebro Brewing along north with North Park. Oh, this is double dry hopped incognito mode Indian pale ale. I'm assuming they're using incognito hops, which is uh, um no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the hops are Citra Nelson Super Delic Cryo Racco Racco Sub Zero Hop Keef. So, no incognito, no hops. incognito, no incognito. <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. Is okay. there a hop called uh, incognito? Yeah, oh, yeah okay. we've had we've had them, we've had them before. Oh, okay. I wouldn't, there's too many names now. I mean, we know the major ones, I know the major ones, but uh, there's, there's so many different uh strains now. Man, you pop that and immediately you get that smell. Gosh, it's crazy. I'm not, I think I'm like Pavlov's dogs. Once once I pop it and smell it, I start salivating. Man, that's almost yellow too. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. a it's a beautiful color, beautiful smell. You can know what that's yeah. gonna taste like. Here we oh, go. Yeah, cheers. Rose it. Yeah, I'm like melon, like notes of melon, like immediately. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think this is six point two percent. Six point four percent, close. Six point four. Yeah, yeah. I had this on tap. Oh, oh, no! <laughs> along with all those, I like reverse, fresh on tap. Along with all those reverse engineering, I'm sure you saw those, uh, like Angry Chair, uh, the collabs, oh, yeah. like reverse engineering. So I, I got lucky. I showed up there, and they were doing all sorts of stuff. And I did. They were doing a salary sale with a bunch of stuff. But come on, I couldn't. You know, what am I gonna do? Like five hundred bucks worth of like a. Uh, uh, Barreled aged uh, stouts. Oh yeah, I did, I did pick up that midnight, uh, midnight uh, monster one, which is a collab with the Weldworks. The midnight monster. Hmm. Wait, what's their what's their series? I hear the monsters. What is it called? For what? For which company? For for a uh, cerebral. Remember, you were saying, hey, do they have any of those here? Be monsters or whatever it's called. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Oh. That's probably when I was looking at the list. Yeah, yeah. So I think that here be monsters, they be monsters, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, does is there like stout flagship? So they did a one. They did a they did a uh, a collab with Weldworks. So instead of Media Noche, it's called Midnight at Monsters or Monsters at Midnight. So I picked up a, a okay. bottle of that. Nice. Uh, yeah, we got tons of beers for for the show. Uh, so this so this is episode one eighty four. So we should hit two hundred probably in about a month or so. Wow. So get ready for a big uh, shindig for episode 200. Wow. 
uh speaking of episode where this is the bear the season one finale called Bragio. how do you pronounce that did you figure that no out? idea like brioche like brioche <laughs> bun. Not, not bro- <laughs> brachio brachio yeah, no idea um and so this is the uh the season finale which was good right you enjoyed yeah, this. yeah 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 um, so Carmi's having this uh, nightmare of him being on a cooking yeah. show and hosting. I would a say it's a show. it's a dream that kind of falls apart. It's a dream that starts to like like melt, like you know, it falls apart, like as as all dreams do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, all dreams fall apart. It's impossible to to huh? to, to maintain a dream because it, it'll dissolve into something else. Or you really, know, it's, it's, yeah, it's you haven't, had, you haven't had a quote unquote happy ending dream. No, I don't think so. I mean, the dreams are no. constantly shifting and moving, and they all end bad for you. Let, let's talk about that. They just they 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 switch from one scene to another scene. Very very rarely does it is there a long extended scene where you know one area to another area. Some people to different people. It's constantly shifting. At least for you me, I know. But you don't wake up feeling like, hey, that was a good dream. That was a good session. Not really. Really? Let, yeah, let's talk yeah. about let's talk about this. Maybe when I was younger, maybe when I was younger, probably. But nowadays it's just like a dream's a dream. You just like really? you just, yeah. You don't have I mean, those dreams I mean, where I mean like... maybe every once in a while if you dream about somebody that you like or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, have had that. But it's but it's you know, but it's never like it's never the fulfillment of the wish. Like I like like uh I believe like he's wrong, like for, like Freud was wrong. <laughs> I'm not getting my wish. Uh, so he's talking about making the Brajiol that he made with his family. He starts talking about the brother killing himself. Oh, yeah, we do find out that he's a uh, wait. Is that what, is that what, is he talking about? Does he mention that in the dream that the, yes. that, that Mickey was uh, addicted to painkillers and he blew his brains out? Yes, that, that's correct. Okay. And we get the like the audience track. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're like clapping and like like, like uh. <laughs> uh-huh. like, huh? And so he's uh, and so he's looking for his his mise en place, if I believe that's called what it's called. And there's no mise en place for him. Hmm. And so he starts freaking out because none of his ingredients are prepped for him. Oh, yeah. Um, we also see the bear. We also see the bear too. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's, it's, but it's not, it's not cage anymore. It's like, it's coming. It's like coming for him. But you can also hear like, uh, the, what's the Punisher guy, like the guy we like. Uh, you hear, you could hear like him whispering, like, hey, bear, let it rip. Like, yeah. so like, it's a, I guess the dream, his dream version or the voice. But do you also hear what he says right before it? Before no, that, he, before? he says, "You know what we're gonna call it." Oh, like meaning meaning you know what the name of the restaurant's gonna oh, be. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, because like I said, then he says, "Like, hey, bear, let it rip." So yes. it's like it, it does fall. It does fall. And I I thought he was just telling him, like, "Do you got to do it? Like, you're the bear, and you got you know, like, let it rip. Let release release your your you know your potential." Uh, we see the his monologue at Elanon, which I which oh, I put down like oh. for your for your Emmy consideration. Exactly, because right? that's a long man. That is a long diatribe, and I think it's like all one scene. That thing must be like around ten minutes. He's just like talking. He's like emoting, and he's like 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 shoeshine, like shoeshine, like like. <laughs> it's like for your Emmy consideration. Oh, absolutely. In fact, in fact, this has a lot of like scenes like that that are long, like like dial like dialogue scenes. But yeah. That's like a that's got to be at least five plus minutes of him just a long string of dialogue with no break in there, no cuts and no. As far as I noticed, there was no edits in there. It's just like one long. I like how do they how does he remember that? How does he remember all that dialogue? 
Well, some improv might be improv a little bit. I'm sure it's a little bit of improv going. Yeah, on and even there. if you mess up, you could you could still you could still fix it. Yeah, you know the mood and you know what you're talking about, so you can kind of add some stuff and ad lib some stuff in there. Yeah, and then ultimately he, the whole theme of that, like he was seeking his brother's brother's approval, right? Was like a big theme in that. Um, we have the bachelor's party. Yeah, that's that, that's when so they so right when he, that thing ends and goes back to the dally, that's when they play that homicide song when they, when he's uh, walking. Please. Uh, we see Sid and Marcus because apparently they're out of jobs for now. Yeah, I, I didn't. Does Marcus get um, fired? Did we talk about this? Did Marcus get fired in that last episode? No, I think he. I think they both quit. Oh, we know Sid does, but I, I was like, why is Marcus there? Like, why is like Mar like Marcus is kind of buddy buddy with Sid right now? So I'm like, I, 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 I want to believe that Marcus is gay. So I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> is he having a relationship <laughs> with uh, with what? Sid? Why would you say he's gay? gay. Because it, like his friend, that one guy, like the, the designer roommate, guy, the quote, yeah, the roommate. roommate, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I assume well, it was his game. Well, I, I was trying to tell you, like, and, you know, again, you know, I, I want to. Tradition tells me I want a love interest for, you know, there's got to be right, some romance right, on right, the show. Right. So, yeah. is Sid gonna hook up with Marcus? Is she gonna? Oh hook yeah, up you with told Carmi? me about that. Yeah, I think I said Richie. Richie. I said Richie. Yeah, <laughs> because my my, my mind in the ass already. So. <laughs> <laughs> But in my mind, I want. It's like you watch TV shows oh, enough. Okay. It's like it's like the it's like the salmon and Diane from Cheers. Like the will they, won't they? Like who? How is it? Gonna... Is it going to be in the sequel? Like she basically the only one that she likes. She hates Richie. She hates Carmi, and like Marcus is the only one that she's talking to in this point. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they're cooking together. She talks about her uh, her education at the CIA. Um. Oh yeah, I forgot that Richie does make a joke about almost being stabbed in the a hole. Like. <laughs> And they make that whole thing about like Carmi. Carmi is like a little like bitch. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty oh funny. yeah. Everybody, everybody's like that. Yeah, they, yeah. Carmi's like a hate, even though he doesn't really do anything except for he's the boss. And he's like hated. He's like, yeah. But then, then Sid says, "Hey, the best dish I ever had, Carmi cooked for me." So it's like you know, the guy might be an a an ass, but the guy's good at what he does. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the bachelor party gets a little rowdy, and then Richie winds up punching that guy who hits his head yeah. on the on the on the countertop. Yeah, Marcus and then, yeah, and then they take him into custody, and the whole thing is like, you better hope he wakes up, or else you're gonna get charged with like probably involuntary manslaughter or something like that, right? Yeah, involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. Oh, actually, uh, manslaughter, not even involuntary. It's just manslaughter. Wouldn't it be involuntary because you didn't mean to kill him? I think him. it is. He yeah, I think it's. But yeah, but I think in the scene he just says manslaughter. He doesn't say involuntary yeah. manslaughter. Uh, let's see. So then ultimately he gets out though. Fortunately, yeah. Fortunately for him. Yeah. He just gets aggravated, aggravated assault, which is probably like a misdemeanor or something. And then we get the, the whole, that whole scene with Richie and Carmen in the car saying basically, cause you're like, you're all I got. Cause like, I don't have anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're actually kind of buddy, buddy too. You realize that they do like each other, you know, they're, they're family. Think, they're yeah, all family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even though you're, well, yeah. Cause yeah, you're right. Cause, cause Carmen does call him cuz. You don't call somebody yeah. cousin, cousin without like having some kind of tie to him for a long time. Uh, so Marcus shows up back at the uh, at the shop, and and then Carmi has a whole kind of touch moment where he's like, "I'm so I'm so sorry." Like he does apologize. He does own up to yeah, like the, the nonsense and apologizes to him. Uh, he gets kind of a little bit distracted and lost, and he, that kitchen fire happens that they put out oh and that's when he finds that little booklet in the in the pen jar i, I thought that was in the prior episode but this is when yeah. he finds like a little booklet. i'm still not sure what the little booklet was though. I, it's sid's it's sid's recipe of idea book I oh think. okay okay uh and then richie finally gives him the letter 
And so that's the, the thing that we talked about from the uh, a previous episode. Right. He, I had thought it was a check, but in a sense, I was kind of right. In a, in a, in a, it's basically a treasure map. Oh, yeah. But I, so I was, and technically, I was right because I said it's going to be a check for the amount of money, which I think was 300000 300, Because we do find out there's a ledger. There's like this, uh, this massive amount of money that's that's been passing hands. And like, and Carmi can't figure it out. Like, where's, where's this money going to? Where is it at? And then so, so then when this, he, he gets this, and you kind of, it's kind of weird because you do kind of like, it's almost like a cryptic thing. Like, hey, 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 make the pasta, make our like family pasta. Like, but, but, use, but use the 28 ounce yeah. cans because it's Yeah, better. make sure you use the, make sure you use the cans <laughs> of like, you know, the cans, which, which I thought was funny because I, I always assume that when you make like, when you're, if you're a high level chef, you're not going to use canned, uh, 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 you know, uh, pasta, you know sauce, yeah. the marinara sauce. You're going you're gonna to make it yourself, but no, nah, no, nah, it's going to, we're going to, we're going to, you know, buy, use the cans. Uh, so he's texting Sid that your dish needs acid, and she's like, shove it up your ass. <laughs> and he's like, my behavior is not okay. And then basically uh, says, your last check is ready whenever you want to pick it up. And then when he opens the uh, the note from uh, from Michael, it says, I love you, dude. Let it rip. And then you're right. It has the family meal for, family for spaghetti. Recipe, which is the, it's basically, it's a treasure map. Yeah, because then he starts to make it, and when he pops open that twenty-eight ounce can, that that wad of money falls it's out. It's got to, yeah, it's a bunch of hundreds. It's got to be like what each one's like ten thousand dollars in each in each roll, probably. I yeah, assume it's, it's going to equal up to three hundred thousand. It's ultimately yes. it's going to be three hundred thousand. Which is I don't which I really kind of don't understand why Michael stashes the money in the cans. Yeah, I'm not I'm, I'm not sure either. Yeah, I still don't know. And I've seen the whole season. I still, season still, two, and you still don't. Know. Yeah, I still don't know why he put the money in the cans. Uh, and so, uh, and so Sid shows up to collect their last check as they're all frantically opening the cans and piling up the money. And then Richie, and they're Richie like, Hey, grab, like, like, like grab a can, like start opening. Yeah. So Richie, of course, they have the falling out says quit effing around, grab a yeah. can opener. Yeah. Yeah. Quit. <laughs> yeah. Get back in here. And then of course, uh, the last scene is Carmi, um, says the Mr. Beef is Dunzo. The bear is coming, coming soon. Yeah. The bear is coming. So then, <laughs> so then now, now I get why it's called the bear, but what, but what is the symbol? Obviously the bear has a deeper meaning too, though, to him and the, oh. he's dreaming about this prior. Oh. It must be something as a child, right? No, like a, no. It's the, it's a play on the, their last name. Like their last name is like Barachi or something like that. What's their last name? Oh, it's a play, really? on, their last, it's a play on their last name. So that so that was probably like a nickname then as a as a kid then yeah because then there's even one part maybe I saw the season the the season opener oh. season two episode one where he calls the sister bear oh so, so not, maybe this is like a thing in school oh. like where like it's like hey like you're you're a Carmi the bear like Barass you know whatever the Berzado Berzado yeah so Berzado so like so like now your nickname is gonna be the bear Berzado yes. So Carmen Berzado. So they're the last names are Berzado. So then you say bear because you don't want to say all the yeah, syllables. Yeah, exactly. And it's like now it's your nickname. On the baseball team, you're you're the bear. You're the bear now. Yeah. Um, so and that's the end of the season. And I'm assuming you enjoyed this one. That's yeah, a good I did. one. I did. I did. Yeah. I did. Like I liked the music. Like I said, like I wasn't expecting to see like like you know, old punk songs that that you know kind of randomly just thrown in there. But so I, and I appreciate that so because that's exactly what I would put in there. So yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. And so you're in for season two. Yeah, but you're telling me that season two may not be as good as season one. So, oh, man, is it okay? Have... Is it? It can't. Nothing could ever be as bad as Californication that last uh, season. Nothing could ever no. be that bad. No, but I will warn you: the first half of the season's very weak, but the second mm. half is very good. Okay, okay, okay. And That's there's better than nothing. There was, there was no, there was no uh, redemption <laughs> in that last season of Californication. 
and there's one episode that's super long and you're like it's like it's gonna be it's like an hour it's, so it's like the gonna, opposite of of episode seven that was 20 minutes of chaos yeah, like, you're gonna get like an hour and 20 minute episode no. like, damn like stop like no stop oh, that's funny uh yeah the short episode in and out very quick um fargo or justified i got justified next on my note yeah i did enjoy this episode this is called blowback if i'm not mistaken yeah this is basically uh um <laughs> you got me thinking of papa jupiter and <laughs> he does look like he, he does look like papa jupiter <laughs> he, he's he's like papa, the guy's massive he, yeah the he's papa massive. jupiter he is because he's like the he's like the the patriarchal <laughs> character you know? Papa Jupiter. because <laughs> he has a beard he looks like yeah he's like a big big like <laughs> monster of a father Ooh. yeah my notes, I have Papa Crowder because, you know, he's oh, a, yeah, yeah. the Crowder. Papa Crowder's harassing Ava. I do like restaurant. I do like the premise, though. The premise does make sense of why he got out of jail. This It really does make sense, like, uh, like why he got why he gets out. Because we do find out that the guy, the the uh, the 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 bad cop from the last episode. Now, all of his arrests are just they're all suspect now. So uh, everybody gets to go free. Like, so everybody and, then go free. Free. <laughs> and then you go free. And then you go free. Uh, so he's harassing um, Eva, and then of course oh, you mean all the, the, the pie metaphors, like yeah, yeah, yeah the sexual, good. <laughs> yeah, it's like sweet, it's, like it smells it's wet, real good. like it's yeah. wet, it's moist, yeah. Raylan's not having it though. Yeah, I'm like, gonna lick your pot, like I'm gonna lick all your yeah, pie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, <laughs> the heck, <laughs> it is way over the top. It is, it is. <sighs> but it's, it's 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 meant to make you hate him, like you know. Uh, let's see. So then we the the AUSD. What is it? The attorney. The attorney? U.S. attorney. He's a U.S. attorney. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I like means. I like David Vasquez. He's a good character. He's a good character. Kind of a weird um, guy though. Kind of like it, 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 they're making him because you know you're, not, you're never supposed to trust these guys. At this point, we of course we have nothing, no reason to suspect he's under you know doing anything bad. But he just seems kind of swarmy though, and I still feel kind of weird that he might be having an affair with the uh with the with the ex of uh uh. Winona. Oh, take that back. Yeah, I guess she would be having an affair because she's hooked up with the other guy right now. Because yeah. that relationship is kind of weird. Like, I tell you that one episode where like she's telling him what to do, the telling yeah. the, the attorney what to do. Like, wait yeah. a minute, who, who are you? Like, <laughs> uh, let's see. So, so David's there to talk to to interview Raylan uh, about the shooting, and and Art's kind of facilitating that. Uh, and then we get introduced to to a recurring I'll, I'll ruin it. A Is recurring this the Wind Duffy. Yeah, Wind yeah, Duffy. And I put like he's like he's sn- he's like sniffing around. I put it like <laughs> like he's he's sniffing mm. around uh, Winona's house. Yes, yes. I, I feel it, like I know the actor, but I but yes. I can't quite yes. Who is the actor? Who's I have no idea, but we've seen him in tennis stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know who he is, but it's like, <laughs> but he's he's weird because he's had a lot of facial work done because oh. you can tell he's had like a lot of Botox in me. If he like his his forehead doesn't move, it's just like a, it's like a prosthetic almost. It's That's really a prosthetic. It's like Max Headroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, the dude's an odd looking guy, man. He's, but you he, know who he is. You see him. Yes. And you see him in everything as like a like yes. kind of like a bit like the bit part. Like what is it called? A supporting type, like bad guy or something. Like yeah, that. like a bit player. Is that what that what you were gonna say? Like a bit yeah. player. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find out what wind up because I've you know we've seen him a, t- a ton of times. Yeah, yeah. And it's so weird that he's like in the house randomly, and you know he's like you know this guy is just like up to no good. Uh, let's see if I can find him. Portrayed by Jerry Burns, is his name? Let's see if I can find uh, some uh, some of his roles. Um, Let's see. Crocodile Dundee, Justified, 
NCIS. Uh, gosh, I figured I'd see some more stuff here. That yeah, I, I, he's in a, I figured he's in a lot of stuff. He's uh, The Incredibles 2 is a voiceover, American Dad, The X-Files. Mm. Wait, The X-Files? Is he, a, is he a reoccurring character or is a part that of it? I don't know. Huh. Muppets, Suits, Last Man Standing, Justified, Grey's Anatomy, Hawaii Five O, Burn Notice. Oh, Breaking Bad probably is what we've seen him in. Oh, there you go. Um, let's see, The Good Guys, CSI. Gosh, I, I think there's like a big thing that we're missing here. Yeah. Boston Legal. Like no movies? I, I feel like I've seen him in movies. As opposed to TV series. We've seen him in a bunch of stuff as like, you're right, as a bit player. Yeah. Typically the typically a bad guy. Yeah, I don't see anything that, that jumps out at me. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure he's he's the creepy guy that's... Yeah, uh, that's what that's, I put. Like the creepy guy just randomly in Winona's, uh, Winona's husband's house. And he's supposed to be security, but he's just like, he's just there. Like, <laughs> you know. uh, so we get, we, we, we... Are introduced to Cal Wallace, who's a prisoner who wants. Is it Cal or Clay? I have Clay Wallace. Uh, Cal Wallace, I have. Okay. Cal Wallace uh, taking one of the uh, one of the officers hostage in uh, an arts office. He said, "Call the SOG team." Do you know what SOG stands for? No. Yeah, I I have to look it up uh, because I'd never heard of that term. Um, Special Operations Group. No, is it just? I guess basically SWAT. Yeah, oh yeah, basically SWAT. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then Art tells him, "Hey, you gotta take him dead." So, so, so Vasquez is there to question uh, Raylan about shoot, like like uh, uh, sketchy shootings, and yeah. Art saying, "Hey, we gotta take him down, take him down." Like, you yeah, know, but he also uh, yeah he also tells him like like <laughs> like it's okay, like you, you you're, you're clear in this one, like you're in the clear. This is a freebie. Uh, so Raylan really begins negotiations because I guess uh, the Cal guy recognizes uh, Raylan um, as someone he can talk to. And so I guess he has that shiv, and I, I, he's like, "How did you get that shiv?" Oh, and he's yeah, like, "I, yeah. I keistered it." <laughs> like that is, I, I'm not sure how that works, but that can't seem safe. Like if you like move the wrong nah, but yeah, direction, but, but, yeah, but that's that's not a that's not an uncommon thing. Though. I know. You look at the X-rays of I've seen X-rays of people like all the stuff they stick up like you know their the keister. So, so, and, so that goes handle first, I'm assuming, right? Well, well, let's put it this way: I've seen I've seen uh, pictures of of guns, so like guns, like, like actual uh, guns. Like, so if you can put a gun there, you know. But I'm assuming the shiv goes handle first, right? You can't have point first because then it'll just like cut into your your know. colon. I don't know. It's, like, it's got to be handle maybe you have to cover it. Maybe cover it with like something like a like something uh, soft, uh, you know. Like yeah, I don't like think you TP? want the expo- I don't think you want the tip exposed. It, uh, so basically, yeah. it goes in like a like a toy. It, you know, it goes in like you know, cover it with like a bandage, like soap, or maybe like so, like a bar of soap. No, because it'll come off. It's got to be something wrapped around it. Got to be wrapped around all the way. I'm thinking handle first for like, sure. Like, like I'm thinking we're thinking about this too much. Like, uh, <laughs> do not try this at home. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's been sentenced to four consecutive life sentences. So he ain't going anywhere. The whole thing, they're moving him to like, I guess, like a higher security facility. That is correct. Yeah. And so he's uh, he's not having it. Um, so they're doing research on him and they find that tattoo on his chest that Simone. says Simone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and clearly the guy's a sociopath. He's like, oh, that's like my daughter's name. Like, like uh, I lied. <laughs> like I, but, but I lied. That's, like a, that's the first person I ever killed or something like that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, they start talking about fried chicken, and you're right. Vasquez says, "Hey, 
if you got to take him down, like we have a time, you're on time, you know, we're, we're time out from the case and the interview. Like if you got to take him down, like no one from my office is going to scrutinize this. So you're yeah, 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 yeah. It's a freebie. It's a freebie. <laughs> it's a freebie. <laughs> oh boy. That's pretty funny. I mean, it is. Think uh, about it. If you got like the, you got the high, you know, somebody, the, you know, the U S attorney and he's telling it's a freebie. I think, yeah. I, I think I'm taking him down. Like I'm taking him down. <laughs> Which is funny because Raylan in every any other episode would have just shot the guy. Oh dead, yeah, yeah. Right? This is the one where he actually like go get the chicken, go get the go get the hot chicken, and they're like, wait a minute, why just shoot him? Why just shoot him. Do you think it's because Vasquez is there and he's like, hey, I got to show that I'm not I just show the... that I have some restraint, but we already yeah. know he doesn't have any. Like, we already... <laughs> oh boy, so uh, so he wants to fry chicken, um, and then Winona and the hubby start fighting about Duffy uh, showing up to the place. So we know that, and we know. Um, that previously Winona has given Raylan a list of names, which when yeah. Duffy was one of those names. Yeah. But, but you brought up a good point though, that Raylan says, Hey, nothing came back, but we think that, or you, th- your thoughts were right, which I like is that he's protecting Winona by not saying something came back on Winona. Oh, Duffy. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause if, if he's, if the name, she saw that guy's name on the list too. It's like, she goes, Oh, I yes. saw his name on the list. So yeah, you know that he saw something because there's no reason why he went. He would go down to that guy to the the Gary's uh, workplace and threaten him. He knows he's involved with bad guys. He like I said, like I said, he probably ran some of those names, and they've come back with some shady background. Uh, and then the, I like how the guy goes to the restaurant to get the chicken. He's like, we're he like takes it, just like steals it. <laughs> he's like, he doesn't steal it, but he yoinks it. He's like, he's like, this is for somebody else. Here, here's the money, but it's but it's mine now. I'm gonna requisition this. Yeah, I'm, uh, requisitioning I'm acquiring this. this. Like, wait, who are you? What do you mean? I'm like, U.S. Marshal Service. This is I'm taking this. Like so? It's mine. So? Like so? Uh, SWAT shows up and they want it. They want to go in. That was a little far fetched. That's a little far fetched. Where they're like actually waiting. Like, cause you know when they get there, there's like there's no waiting. So like, that's like the movie version of SWAT, where it's like, you know, it's like real SWAT goes in there. You know, they're they're in. They, they don't they don't wait. I mean, let's say from the top. The, once the top guy tells them to go, they're go. They they're on the go, but now they're like now they're holding off pretty good on this. No, but but they explain why they held off though. I think right later on, Vasquez mentions that whole thing where like, hey, oh, he just he, he fakes uh, some the kind lawsuit. of like, uh, <laughs> the yeah, lawsuit. like he say he fakes something and they they kind of like, all right, like all right. Uh, so right when they're getting down the can down to five seconds, of course the guy shows up with the chicken and they have to hold off. Um, they have to stand stand like stand down. Uh, Raylan has a chicken and a bourbon, of course. And then yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He shares with Cal. Then Cal gives up. Uh, he just like the, he just kind of. It was almost like it's for nothing. He just like he's like we wanted like a, a meal to somebody yeah. to talk to. I guess it was yeah. kind of like a therapy session, basically. And the bourbon. Come on, let's not. And the bourbon. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like a last meal and and somebody to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So then, of course, they they reacquire the Cal character and everything's hunky dory. And uh, Raylan, uh, Vasquez, and Art are celebrating with the uh, what? Is, what do they? What do they have? Um, Jim Beam, I think, is a bottle. Is that what it was? I think it's I a thought Jim it was something Beam better. Bottle. Oh, I thought it was something better. No, I think it's a Jim Beam bottle. Uh, and then, they, and then they're like, "Hey, do we should we do should we do the interview right now?" The the Vasquez and the Raylan, and it's kind of like funny. That's admit this thing is funny. <laughs> and Raylan's all, "Yeah, let's just get it over with now." And the first thing Vasquez does is open up that folder. Nice. <laughs> you see those pictures of him and Ava, like, getting it off. It's like, jeez. Ah, like, where, where did these? that come from? Like, where did that come these? from? Uh, but so as a result of Raylan and Ava having that relationship that basically is going to tamper the evidence oh, against Boyd, and Boyd's yeah. going to go free. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like, what are you thinking, man? I mean, I get for, like, plot-wise, I guess it makes sense, but, you know. 
And then, of course, the one thing Vasquez says is, hey, I'd stay away from Boyd and Ava. And then cut to the next scene. Uh, uh, Raylan's outside the prison gates when, when Boyd kicks yeah. out. He's already there, yeah. <laughs> uh, then they have that interaction. Uh, and then uh, and then the dad, Papa Jupiter's waiting yeah, you know, for uh, You know what? It, it is an interesting, cause it, it is an interesting scene at the end because you could almost forgive Boyd and, and believe he's a repentant person but boy did kill that one dude in cold blood so we know and then Raylan points that out he goes I know you killed at least one person so yeah. you're not completely innocent you know I, I can almost forgive you for everything you've done but I know you've killed at least one person uh, let's see then Ava calls uh, Raylan yes. and then he kind of he ignore he ignore he does oh ignore does he ignore it? he's not like immediately like yeah like like <laughs> like where do you want to hook up at like <laughs> No, he goes and puts like, the phone in his jacket. Oh, I thought so. it was like, let's hook up. <laughs> yeah. You never know. This might be the last time. Uh, good episode. You enjoyed it? I enjoyed yeah, it. I liked it. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. I did feel that the hostage thing did go a little too long. I I, I kind of want to see more of the other plot stuff that's going on, you know, the Boyd stuff and and, and the family. And even beyond that, the, the Florida connection stuff, that whole plot line with that's going on with their, the one corrupt cop and that stuff. So, so... The hostage thing I thought went a little long, but the, you know, for, you know, it is like a long, it is a long series, right? Did you see the next episode yet or no? No, I did not. Okay, because I know you were ahead at one point. Uh, no, that's that's where I that's where I got to with that. Okay, uh, so you're still in. Yeah, I'm still in. Uh, Fargo. You want to do? Speaking of Fargo, a, a perfect timing to move on to the next beer. Oh, Could, couldn't have called it better than that. Let's do a Drucker beer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I think I'm going with the yellow can one. That's a, is that the more fruit? I saw one was like a thin mint, but I kind of want to go with something fruity. Okay, so no thin mint for you. This is more than one way. So of course, since the cat's the theme, oh, what's the, yeah. the phrase? the The saying is more than one way to skin a cat. Is that, that is correct. Yeah, correct. Lemon white chocolate sour. You know what? When they when you hear all those words together, the, they don't make sense. <laughs> Lemon white chocolate. I think a lot cake. of these are like that, though. A lot of these ha- are like very out there, you know, and very experimental. One, and you want to do this one, you're sure. Yeah, this is the mic- microphone one. We do like microphone. That's correct. I did record an episode or two from there, don't forget. And I expect these to be all be e- experimental. Okay, so this is. Uh, I see you're giving that away. Oh, you know what? Interesting. You just gave that like a pretty good. Uh, pretty yeah. Good, uh, it's yeah. not that taut though. I, mean, I can feel like a little squeeze in it. So lemon white chocolate sour. Does there an ABV on this, or do we say they don't have to do that in uh, North Dakota? I think it's uh, underneath. Uh, six point three percent, or is that six point nine? I think it's six point three percent ABV. Are you pouring this in your official Drecker Fest glass or not? Yet? No, I'll t- I'll get a picture after. That glass looks very that the stem on that looks very delicate. I gotta I gotta oh, watch out. Really? I was gonna you say it's actually so? well it's well built. I think it's a it's a sturdy glass, actually. Really? I think so. I, I look at it, I almost like I, I was put setting it down. I almost I I got like a little tinge of like fear when I was setting it down. Oh my gosh, I get almost all lemon on the nose. It is very it's like a lemon drop. In fact, it kind of <laughs> It's a very lemon droppy. Yeah, what it smells like. You know, how, remember when we were kids, they had like the the pure lemon juice that came in like the shape of a lemon, like oh, a plastic yeah. lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah what it yeah. smells like. I still sell that, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, I do you get? I get a little bit of the chocolate, or the white chocolate, I should say, which technically is not chocolate. Yeah, 
Mine right. mostly getting lemon. It's like lemon. It kind of reminds me of that 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 pie, not a pie, the the cake, the lemon cake. Oh yeah, or or like a lemon meringue pie, a little bit yeah. too. All right, here we go. Cheers. Was it? I get lemon. I get like the, the, like a maybe a smoothness of the the chocolate. I'm not sure if I get like a little uh, like your word subtle. It, yeah, a it, little it, subtle it, chocolate. And it has to be there because it has to sweeten. It has to like balance this, the uh, the the tartness of the lemon, right? So that's why the chocolate is there. Yeah, it's good. I mean, psh, it's Drucker. Yeah, it's white chocolate. That's why. Yeah. So isn't isn't white chocolate the skim fat from the chocolate? I think it's like when it separates. It? I, yeah. I have no idea. Like I, I know it's not. They say it's not real chocolate, but yeah. So you're saying not. it is? Hmm. It's not. It's like the, the skim, uh, like the, the leftover. It's like the skim. You skim the white, the like the fatty part or the buttery part of the chocolate when it's when you're making it. I think that's the white chocolate part. I think. Yeah, I like this. I, I this is, I, this is another one that you wouldn't want to leave around your kids either. You think so? Yeah, I think so because it's like it's it's very lemony. Lemony. You're not getting like uh like the the alcohol <laughs> in it. You know, I, you know what I get, and I think maybe should have it should have in there a little bit of coconut. Mm, yeah, you, are are you reading like a, it kind of tastes a little coconutty, but it's yeah. not. There. Obviously, there's no coconut in there. You yeah, I'm, it, you're right. It does have like that coconutty type, like a like, like a peanut, the, like the a juice, like the juice type. Yeah. All right. Fargo episode three, a muddy road. Uh, I I, I almost want to check out after this episode. Honestly, really, I'm still yeah. In. Too much stuff going on. It's uh, it's uh, Molly. It's uh, Lester. It's Grimly. It's Billy Bob. Like, why do I need? Why do I need to have so many stories? The Fargo lines? guys. There's the Fargo guys. Yeah. There's the Hess. Hess's yeah. wife and kids. Hess's wife. What's what's up with the Lester? I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, but why do we need so many different storylines that have to converge? Like, I don't. Is this don't just like, like a that. whole point of the Cohen brother type thing? But well, this is not even Cohen brother, right? It's it's, um, it's like their own independent. Uh, let's see. So, so we find out about the guy from the first episode that was in the trunk, the kidnap guy. Yeah, yeah. So we see that he must owe money, and so Billy Bob takes him and throws him in the car in the trunk and then we get the flashback in, from in, the in broad episode. daylight in his workplace he goes in there pulls him by the the collar or something like that yeah he drags or him out in front of everybody and, yeah and full-on video so there's all this evidence he doesn't he, he has no care in the world about being seen <laughs> uh, then he's in the trunk and we go back to the first episode where it flips and he's frozen and, and he, he wants he to die, freezes yeah. to death right yeah uh molly's investigating she reviews a security camera uh, yeah, she's see. actually good because remember that the uh, the one guy, the the salt, the better call saw guy, he's yeah. uh, Oswald, he's reassigned her to to this case now. Uh, let's see. Uh, Billy Bob confronts Dennis, and because I don't know what it, I don't know what the character's Dennis, name is. I know Dennis, yeah. <laughs> and so he knows we hit the bronzers on the ransom note, so he's like, Hey, now I know it's you, you're gonna work for me now. Yeah, it's really this is like a weird turn too, in the care in the guy character in the oh, uh, yeah. the sling blade character that it's like wait a minute is he going against the, the code ethic of the hitman and doing his own like side business now? Yeah, he's going rogue on this one. Yeah, it's kind of weird. 
Uh, Grimley runs the plates that, that from the car that he pulled over that Billy Bob had uh, driven and realizes that, that it's actually not registered to that character. It's res- registered to Lester. Lester. Yeah. Um, so he tells his boss. Uh, in a weird scene, the guy's like in the toilet. Like, uh, <laughs> like the guy's like these guys in the taking a dump on the on the on the toilet. It's like a weird scene, and the guy was, reprimands him after. Like, yeah, there's a lot of number twos going on in the show. <laughs> like, oh, there's yeah, a lot of yeah, deuces yeah, going yeah. on in this show. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm not sure why. Episode. I'm not sure why the the writer has a fetish with the with the poop. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lesser goes to work. Um, and then so so part of the, his work days, he has to go to Hess's house to get some paperwork signed by the recently widowed uh, Hess, Hess's wife. Yeah, I assume but, it's a oh insurance, isn't it? Because he works at the insurance. Place, yeah, so that's like a. So the kids harass him. The mom seduces him, uh, <laughs> she's, and it's so, like all and, over. Yeah, well, she was a stripper, so she's doing some dances. <laughs> she's doing like yeah, we do find out her backstory him. and how she met the uh, Hess senior, yeah. the, the husband. And so while she's doing the lab dance on him, the Fargo guys see him, they're like they're like staked out. They yeah, see they're like him. I thought it looks like he almost <laughs> sees them like in the bushes, but because then the camera pans back and they're look they're looking inside like they're looking from a distance. I'm like, yeah, wait, wait, is let does Lester see them in the bushes? I'm a little confused. And they have no binoculars. I'm, I'm, they, they, for some reason, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. they're, they're just like staring yards like, away. And they can see. <laughs> they're just like uh, they're just kind of like leaning to the side <laughs> of the bush, looking. Oh, let's see. And then those kids, those kids, one of the kids shoots the other shoots brother the other in the one arrow. In the butt, yeah. Yeah. And there's that weird scene with the guy too, where he hooks up with the, uh, I guess like a black market drug, uh, like a, oh, it's, yeah. like a it's like a medical supply <laughs> it's thing. It's like a van. It's like, it's like a, a black market like, van. But it has like actual medical supplies. And then for some reason they mentioned the zombie hunter kid, which is so like bizarre, but they mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And he's selling clean urine too. It's like for, for yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Random drug test or some. Yeah, clean yeah, urine. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Molly has that lunch with the friend. Probably this is again. I don't understand. That's another a, one of those scenes. This is another one of those scenes. It's it's very similar to the to the uh, the Fargo scene with the that random guy, the uh, the oh, Asian yeah. guy that uh, yeah. hooks up with the yeah. It's just like. And then she tells that story about the spider laying the spider eggs in the guy's yeah. neck and she's having sex with them and then the spiders come out. It's, yeah, it's yeah, like completely yeah, yeah. random. It's a metaphor yeah. for something. Uh, let's see. Billy Bob kills the dog owned by the uh, the grocery king. And then so he, so he when he, he buys the drugs, he's buying a bunch of like uh, sedatives. What does he buy? Sedatives, yeah. No, was it? Se- no, it's something else. It's like speed or something. I think it's no, speed. It's, no, it's to put him to sleep now. No, I thought it was a speed thing. It's like it's oh. like uh, what do you call it? Um, what's it called? The thing, the thing know. that speeds you up. Uh, I, I forget what it's called. He he. I, initially, I thought it was for the sun because he mentions a three hundred pound guy, but it's actually it's actually for the king himself. And I believe it's speed. That's why he's like like man, it's getting warm in here. It's like it's getting hot. Like it, he, he doesn't uh, fall asleep. He's getting like really like like amped like, up. Like, he's getting amped up. Yeah. Uh, so he's swapping out the drugs, and now there's a new ransom note. Um, oh yeah. that he leaves behind. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Lester's wounds getting like super infected. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird that like he can't he can't handle it. I assume that I assume the buckshot is still in his in his hand. Oh, and that's he's why to put, and he's that's gonna why, have to get that out. Oh. Exactly, exactly. Uh, put some neosporin in that stuff, man. I think he already did already. Oh, no, but, but if the round is still in there, it's probably you know that's why it's infected. Uh, then the, the Fargo boys Sorry, the show up shot. to his work, and they start. Uh, so they think they think Lesser's in with Hess's wife because she was doing the lap dance that they right. saw. So right. you're questioning him. Fortunately for him, Molly shows up. 
Yeah, it's kind of a, it's 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 they Molly saves him, but in turn she's there harassing him once again. Yeah, for and she she drops that picture of uh, the guy. She's got like she's got a picture of the guy, and then he recognizes, it, and she's look she's looking at him like staring to see his reaction to see what he does. Like, and of course he does exactly what she thinks he's gonna do. Uh, let's see. Grimley's looking at mug shots. Saul's upset at Molly because he, he, uh, she's still harassing uh, uh, Lester. And then, so, so, so Grimley has to go to, to, um, to the police to say he messed up. And Molly, coincidentally, he, Molly's the it's one. It's kind of a weird scene because he's supposed to talk to the boss. Like, I assume he's supposed to talk to Oswald, the, the, but he winds up talking to Molly. So it's kind of like, it's kind of a weird scene. But he's honest. He's saying, hey, I was scared. Yeah, yeah, but he's not supposed to be talking to her. He's supposed to be talking to the. From what I what I recall, he's supposed to go to the boss and apologize. She's not the boss. Uh, and then she takes him to dinner. So I don't know if there's going to be like a. Is yeah, that she's already like she's already all she's already <laughs> like, the hit, like the family. She's yeah. the prowl. <laughs> I mean, it does make sense, but it's like it's already she's already like like inviting him out to dinner. Obviously, she wants information too. You know. Oh for, yeah. For case. But it does seem like they're they're very uh, what do you call it. Uh, familiar already so quickly. Uh, and then so she's she shows him the picture of Billy Bob. And he's like, oh, that's the guy. They're having dinner at the diner. Uh, and then of course so you called this. So Lesser takes that taser gun, which I'm sure is going to pay off later on. Oh uh, yeah, but yeah. he's they fire that gun. That the the saw. <laughs> and it, it looks like he's having an orgasm when he's firing it. <laughs> it's all hypersexualized. It's like big, it's, it's in slow motion. It's in slow motion. The rounds are going off. The massive girth of that gun is like oh, exciting yeah. him. Great gun. Uh, the U.S. Army's some, like the one of the U.S. Army's uh, uh, guns. And so then there's like a, like someone that we had the voiceover of like a Moses like a telling of a Moses story, and then we see the Fargo guys are wait in wait. Um, the grocery king's popping those pills, and then then that blood comes out of the shower. Oh, oh, that also, Billy Bob did. Yeah, also, I, I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've, um, somehow the guy manages to finagle him. Is that finagle like a correct like a word? Finagle? Finagle? Is that a correct like, to match like, to to weasel your way? Yeah, into, fin, like finagle. Like, yeah, finagle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he manages to get into the compound into into oh, the yeah. house. And oddly, oddly enough, the 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 like the the bodyguard guy's like that's not a good idea. But he's like the king's <laughs> like yeah you better like, yeah you're in. It's like man, like everything he's doing, he's he gets, he gets his way so easy. Yeah, you know he's gonna kill that bodyguard guy. We, oh, we, absolutely, we that. absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the bodyguard guy knows that he's up to no good too. So it's like, you know, he knows, I know, but you know, yeah. At some point, they're gonna have a conflict. So wh- why does he put the blood in the shower? I think he's freaking him out. It's like this whoever this person is, you better take him seriously because they're 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 gonna get to you. Oh, they so can it's, do a, this to it's you. a ransom. It's part of the he, ransom. Oh, deal. absolutely. He, uh, the it. dogs did. You, yeah, they, they 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 just carried you. And I say carry, I mean carry the movie. Because right? that's <laughs> at first I thought he was hallucinating when it happens. Yeah, I thought the speed was getting to him and he was hallucinating. But then you realize, oh no, when you when you see the the guy open up his trunk and he's got like the blood, like oh yeah. no, he was he actually planned? He did that. Oh. That my, when he realized in two seconds, hey, the connecting factor is Billy Bob just moved in and now the blood's yeah, in Yeah, my, my dog like, is dead. Yeah. My, like, Don't uh, you yeah. see the connection between that like super easily or no? I assume I assume his bodyguard's telling him, but he's not yeah, that, listening. I, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, you know. I don't get it. I don't, I'm kind of a little bit lost. This episode was definitely the weakest of the three for me. Yeah, I'm in. Then it's over. I'm, it's I'm over. still in. Really? Yeah, I'm still in. Oh, man. 
if you insist. And we're yeah. out for a continental, right? That's out. That's done. Yeah, I think I'm out on that. But you know, what, oddly <laughs> enough, oddly enough, I was looking at the reviews. Like when we're talking about the Rotten Tomato, it's like at sixty for the for the the quote unquote uh, critics. But the people yeah. seem to like it. There was like eighty percent for like the people, and the people I didn't think it was bad. Than... I didn't think it was bad. Yeah, I just I, I you know I just thought gosh you know I I just didn't care for the CGI stuff and like stuff like that. I want to see real. You're gonna have a, if you're doing a series about guns and stuff like that, you gotta have like some actual you know guns in there. Oh, 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 I forgot to mention that the one of the Hughes brothers directed that first episode, by the way. Really? Uh, Menace of Society? Are, yeah. are we going to see O-Dog in this, maybe? No. Where is O-Dog? Is he still around? <laughs> and don't those guys, aren't he those guys be loyal? Brother. He should be the brother. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you should have casted O-Dog and Kane for this. Come on. Like, don't you stay loyal to the people who made you? Come on. Yeah, unless they're not, unless they're not working. You know, maybe they're, they're then you bring them you bring back. Look at look at uh, look at Quentin Tarantino. He, he brings back all those old, old actors. That is true. Where's the loyalty? I, I want to see Old Dog and Kane in that now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so we're out for Continental. Um, so do you want it for microbrews? Do you want to do an episode of one of these and just shift it over to because we don't have a Monday episode. We don't have any Monday show now. Well, okay, yeah, we can do that unless you, you want to do Continental. I mean, I I, I can still no, do it. No, I, no, 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 no. No, we, I mean, no, I we, could, still we could not. We could not do it. I did. I did see a trailer for it, and apparently, like the twins do do actually do more fighting in there. So I did see that. <laughs> the twins? You mean the the brother sister twins? Yeah, yeah. So you see them <laughs> actually like engaging this time. Uh, so so we, do we have a new Monday? We don't have a show for Monday. Uh, as far as I know, no. All right, we'll just keep it quick then. We'll do. We'll literally keep it micro brews. Okay. No UFC today. None, zero? Um, nope. No. As far as nope. I know, no. What else you got? Anything else? No. The only thing I saw was, and I was going to mention, I was going to mention this trailer to you, but I think you would have laughed at it. It would have been kind of silly. There's a, there's a, what's it, what's that guy's name? The English guy played Superman, Cavell. The, yeah. uh, he's got a movie out coming out oh, called yeah. Argyle. Did you see the trailer? It's pretty that? good. No, but here it's pretty, it's supposed oh. to be pretty good. No, it's from the direct, from the creators of the, the Kingsman, I think, or something like that. Oh, okay. Add yeah, it to throw it on throw it on a, an agenda. It, it looks silly. It's a silly like over. It's like it looks like it's a woman. It's a woman who's writing like a a spy action thing, and she it kind of reminds me of that other movie that just came out. And like she hooks up with the real the real guy, and I don't know. I mean, it, it, it looks kind of action packed and silly and stuff like that. So yeah, I know there's a bunch of movies that just came out. Um, I think the Meg Two just came out to watch. Oh um, gosh. I do want to see that, but I won't. I refuse to pay for that. I refuse. No, on like on, on on like Paramount oh. Plus or Peacock or something oh, okay. like that. Oh, okay. There's a couple okay. of things that just came out. I'm like, eh, are we going to watch that or not? Oh, okay. Um. So, anything else? No, nah, I think that's about it. All right. When are we going to about the drop off? So, I think we'll probably do the Bevon Black Tuesday oh, for the next boy. episode. Yeah, okay. Not, and and maybe I'll give you an allotment of a beer or two. Maybe. Like maybe, okay. maybe, but we'll pop a we'll we'll pop a bottle for the next episode. Oh, boy. next yeah, uh, weekend, the next weekend episode. Better split that one in half because that's yeah. gonna be a oh boy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. This has been Bevon. I'm Leonard, and I'm Gregory, and we'll talk to you soon.